Okay, we're recording live in five, four, three, two. Welcome to the inaugural, that means first, Ed, Thank you. show of the Pardon the Punctuation podcast, also known as the Aaron and Ed show, or the Ed and Aaron show. It's still up for debate. We'll, we'll see how this all shakes out. I am fired up. The snap, the put down, the swing of the leg. It is on its way. It is good! Cincinnati wins the American Championship! Here comes Bosa. Here comes the quarterback, Burrow. Looking for a block, and he got it up on the front by Hopkins into the end zone. Touchdown! What a skip! As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. Welcome back to our 100th episode. Wow, that was a terrible intro that we used to have once upon a time. <laughs> I, thought it was I thought it was great back then. It, it, it sounded good back then whenever I used to listen to it. <laughs> but we, we, we've, we've just grown leaps and bounds. We've evolved, if you will, or even if you won't. Like a caterpillar. <laughs> so... I am your host, Aaron Smith, along with the best producer in Cincinnati for the third best sports coverage in the city, Ed Mayhall, and newest addition to the team. Been around long enough to where we can't really call you new, but Jeff Howell. And we also have joined with us our first guest of the night for our special 100th episode where you're going to see people coming in and out of the show all night. I hope this goes the way that I want it to go because there are a lot of moving parts. <laughs> but we have Clay Snowden with us. Clay, you are best friend of the show. You are here on our 100th episode. Your clout has grown tremendously over the course of our friendship, really, to where you have way more followers than us. You're taken seriously. You have a paying job now to write baseball you are doing the damn thing so welcome to our show sir what an intro i did not expect that i don't know how much clout i have um and anyone who i apologize for my wi-fi i'm at a terrible hotel in mayfield kentucky but um the funniest thing about the intro that you all did was just the fact that aaron and ed used to only talk which means ed would actually have to say things and Ed, for anyone who knows now, really doesn't have much input on most things, um, Cincinnati Reds related at least. So I would I need to go back and listen to a couple of those first ones just to see 
you know, who Ed was hyping up. Let me clarify. All kinds of guys. I, I had tons. I, I went back and listened to like lots. Like I sped listened through a lot of the old episodes trying to find clips because I had like put together a, a much better compilation than what was just played there. Uh, and then fat fingered something in Adobe Audition and deleted all of it. So that was great. Happened. Uh, but Ed did talk quite a bit and, oh, yeah. and had some good things. Good insight, you know. I sang on the show once. I That one was good. I think you I want to do it again. Cool. I don't have the music queued up, so I don't know if I can do it again. Um, <laughs> okay. Hey Ed, would you say that we're uh, together again? Is that what we, you we were together again? Clay, someone <laughs> definitely died in that hotel room, right? Like <laughs> this this hotel room. Just a little background. <laughs> I I work for a state association for economic development, so we travel quite a bit around the state. And we decided to go to Mayfield, Kentucky, which has two hotels. And I just happened to pick the shittier of the two, I guess. And it smells like death. So it also looks like death. So congratulations. You're yeah. There, the fridge is actually in the bathroom. <laughs> so what? it's like a New York City apartment. Yes. Why? Why that's would the hilarious. fridge be in the bathroom? More importantly, why wouldn't it be? Ed? Well, that's a good point. Actually, I don't, I should have thought about that first. That's that's on me. So. Clay, what's it been like on this ride with us? Just kind of not really sure we've ever really had this conversation, but just the way that our friendship has evolved from us having you on the first time to where we are now talking all the time in a group chat and just what's it been like for you dealing with us? Yeah, so I guess it started a few years back. I had just started riding for Locked On Reds. And honestly, I was probably in a space that I was a little overwhelmed with in terms of just, yeah, I, I probably wasn't nearly as knowledgeable as I thought I was at the time. And um, I remember you all reached out to me to come on the podcast. And I was back then, it was no video, it was just audio. So it was a phone call. And I remember being really freaking nervous at first. I'm like, oh my God, like, what if I don't know the answer? What if I struggle through something or misquote? And you all sent me like, the questions and topics. And I probably spent like two hours like typing up <laughs> some research. And I was like, so freaking nervous. Now I just come on here. I don't even know topics or questions. And um, it was great though. I mean, you, you and I'm not, not just saying this, you know, you all believed in me and what, you know, kind of my knowledge on the Reds right off the bat. This was the first podcast I ever came on. So um, always have a special loyalty to you all. And, um, it's really grown over the years. I mean, the I, I know that you'll get a lot more downloads and viewers now. And um, the podcast itself, as you heard from the intro, has gotten much, much better as well. Aaron, I've always said, is one of the best at, at, at transitions in podcasts, which is such an important thing from keeping it awkward and keeping it kind of stale. So Aaron is really good at that. Um, Ed, as much as I like to shit on Ed, he's he is a great producer. And Jeff really brings a nice little spark to the group as well. I, I was really happy when you all added Jeff. So, um, you know, the past, what, is this the third season I've been on or maybe the second season? Yeah, third season, I guess, because Derek Dietrich, I remember talking about him on one of the first episodes. Double D's. Um, yeah, I remember I'd said he would be a fan favorite and he ended up being a fan favorite for two months, and I thought I was awesome, and then he sucked, and I was out of the league. So. Hey, you still owe me a gold um, chain for that. 
Yeah, but I mean, honestly, you all just have such a great podcast and it's always well prepared. It's always a lot of fun and it's informative as well. Um, you you all brought on some amazing guests over the years and, um, you know, it, it just speaks volumes that you're able to get to, you know, 100 episodes, even with a guy like Ed dragging you all down. <laughs> he's he's something. He is you, he's something. Did you miss the part where I, I said you still owe me a gold chain? <laughs> Ed's so mad that you I do owe you that. a gold chain, don't yeah, I? Yeah. I've been looking at okay. the mailbox if every day. Address, I will seriously mail you a gold chain. If it's, it's a Michigan State Clay's gold company chain card has been uh <laughs> is maxed out, so he can't get you he can't get you a gold chain right now, Ed. If it's a Michigan State gold chain, I'm returning it. Yes, I did <laughs> for those a little insight to the group chat that we do. I'm a Michigan State fan, so I always crap on Cincinnati for no reason in particular, but I That's just try to defend Michigan State. And Aaron and I have a bet that if Notre Dame beats Cincinnati, I believe the bet is Aaron has to. So let let me backtrack a little bit. I randomly mailed Aaron a Michigan State shirt sure um, just so he could have it. I feel like everyone needs one. And if if Notre Dame wins, then Aaron has to wear the shirt on the podcast. And if Cincinnati wins, I will pay a Cincinnati player to tweet positively about this podcast. So there it is. Running bet. We'll see what happens here in, in about two and a half weeks. I might, I might have to start looking at the roster and seeing who I can afford. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron's gonna look good in green. Is that what you're saying? I would love to see hey, Aaron. Do you have the shirt any on, maybe, or anywhere near you right now? Oh, it's it's up in my closet. I'm surprised it's not hanging on the wall behind him. You know, it's probably in the wall. She's been wearing it so much. It's on the floor, still in the plastic bag. <laughs> Sent to Aaron by Just Baseball Clay. Yep. <laughs> Unbelievable. I just saw that. That's great. So I guess uh, how has the writing been? Like how, how's the career switch been going to just baseball as that's been your, your new endeavor here of late? Yeah. So I loved Lockdown Reds, and that's where I kind of got my start. I didn't have any type of a background in writing, but it was something I wanted to do. And Just Reds and Jeff Carr gave me the opportunity to do that for the past See, 2019 was my first season, and then 2020, and then up until about two weeks ago, I was writing for Lockdown Reds, and nothing but positive things to say about that. Arm Layton, who you all know, I think maybe on tonight, um, he came on the show with us a few months ago, may maybe two months ago, and I kind of connected with him over the past couple of months, and he reached out to me asking if I wanted to join just baseball to do Reds coverage, but not only Reds coverage, but the entire MLB, which is something I've wanted to do because I'm one of those nerds who watch every team every night. Like I had five games on before I came on here tonight. So um, it was an opportunity. I just couldn't pass up. I, I think just baseball is going to explode. They've already have, they've only been in operation for about two months and they already have 80,000 followers on TikTok. That's kind of their main platform. They have the YouTube, you know, all the social medias and stuff. So, I'm going to be writing about once to twice a week. Um, just wrote a piece that was published today about Tyler Malley and his struggles um, with pitch count and struggles at home. 
And I wrote a piece about the red struggles against left-handed pitching. And it sounds like I only write about the red struggles, but um, Javier Reyes writes, he, he does, he writes for just baseball and he also does locked on Padres and him and I are working on a piece together. It's kind of more lighthearted piece about Padres and Reds and the battle for the last wild card spot. So it, you know, it, it's a lot different than locked on. Um, I really like it. And I think I may, at some point dip into the podcast game with those guys. But I mean, th those guys are really impressive. They're all like 23, 24 years old and know an insane amount of baseball and all played at high, high levels. And um, a couple of them are play by play guys for minor league teams. And um, so, yeah, it's an organization I'm really glad to be a part of now. And they brought little old clay into the fray. Hey, yeah, little, they did. That's not little old clay. That, that, that's up and coming clay on the rise <laughs> something like that it's just baseball clay just baseball clay that's fantastic uh, while we have clay here um, I do want to shout out real quick here that this podcast is actually sponsored for the first time ever ever um, so LFG Cincy is sponsoring the podcast. Meaningful baseball in August, week one coming in hot. Top 10 college football rankings. This much action in Cincinnati sports can be overwhelming. The last thing you need to be doing is wondering where to get fresh merch. That's why LFG Cincy has it all covered in one place, LFGCincy.com. Upgrade your sports and local swag with creatively crafted quality merch designed and printed right here in Cincinnati. Whether you're on the couch or at the bar, watch down a couple cold ones draped in ultimate comfort and unparalleled style. Your only annoyance will be how many people ask you where to, you got your shirt. You'll simply reply, LFG. LFG Cincy is here for the ones that refuse to accept mediocrity, the ones that think going 4-12 and 12 isn't quite good enough, the ones that are in charge of the booze for the tailgate. LFG Cincy is changing the culture of Cincinnati sports, one t-shirt, hat, or hoodie at a time. Follow LFG Cincy on social platforms at LFG Cincy with a Y and shop from your phone or tablet at LFGCincy.com. That's LFG C-I-N-C-Y. Dot com. That's the best ad read in that was fluid. You didn't mess that up one I, time. I, I, I did. I, I, wanna, I had a couple I, spots. I, I want to say that Aaron just got that ad read less than probably three minutes ago. So, nah, it's been in the DMs. Aaron. It's been in the DMs for a while. It's I, I never read it once. Oh, Ed, I got I got my swag too. Hey, check that out. I got my swag on too. Nice. Well, I know that you all have a bunch of people to get to, so I, I won't stick around too long. I do have a celebratory gift for each of you. Uh-oh. It's the 100th episode. Now, obviously, I'm not at home, so I'll just show you a picture. We have custom bottles of Knob Creek with your names on them. Oh, wow. And nice. also... Let me see if I can pull up another picture. Crafted for the best podcast, 100th. Let me see if I can get a better. Cincinnati 100th episode, little PTP on the side. So That's fantastic. That's awesome. I will, amazing. I will be making a trip to Cincinnati. We'll all go out, get dinner or something, and I will deliver you your Knob Creek 100th episode limited edition bottles. Nice. Not did yourself, Clay. Not did nice yourself. Clay. I appreciate that. Hey, before you go, I do have I do have to ask you, Clay. Who's your pick 
for the second wild card spot. We know we're all Reds fans and what we all want to happen, but we've all seen what's been going on. I feel on like I should say this pick and immediately log off. You <laughs> can't do that. You can't do that because I found something else. Because I'm going to say, I mean, I I have a pick as well, but go ahead, Carl. I, I I'm going to let you get it. Go ahead. Um, so just to give a little bit of context or catch everybody up in case no one's following, I'm pulling up the wild card right now. I'm stalling. The teams that are in the hunt right now, you got Cincinnati, you have the Padres at a half game back, Cardinals, oh God, at a half game back, Philly 2.5, Mets 3.5. I, in my gut, think, my gut keeps telling me it's going to be the Cardinals, but their schedule to finish off is very difficult. And if they pull that off, it'll be incredible. But we've seen them do it before. They, I think it was like 2007, whenever they won, like with LaVarisa, they came back from like 11 games back. And um, the, this team just doesn't go away for whatever reason. They just beat two or three from the Reds. Um, I My gut keeps telling me that, but I'm, I just won't let myself pick them. Um, I, I do think the Reds could still squeak into it. Um, but it's, I mean, there, there's just nothing in the past, what, 25 games that say the Reds deserve to be in there. And if they do get in, they're going to likely get crushed. Uh, the Padres have been struggling a bunch and especially to the Dodgers. So I know I didn't really answer your question. So I'll go ahead and answer with one team and that will be the St. Louis Cardinals. I, I uh, that hurts. I think it hurts, it hurts all of us. Oh, uh, but my my pick nobody is, likes me anymore. But no, my <laughs> my, 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 my I, I think that the Phillies are going to do it. I I actually think that the Phillies. I mean, they they've got they you know I know we've all talked about easy schedules. The Reds apparently had the hardest schedule uh, when we thought yeah. that they had the easiest. Um, but I, I think the Phillies. I mean, Bryce Harper's been playing out of his mind, so they've got a guy. They've got a guy that can carry them, carry them through. They're not. I mean, they're two and a half games out. There aren't a lot of games left, but I, I think that the Phillies are probably going to be the one, one that's going to sneak into that that role. And then I think they're going to knock off probably the Dodgers, and everybody's going to lose their mind that it's a one game playoff in for the wild card. So yeah, and, and I like that Phillies pick honestly. Um, they have a, I would say a pretty good team, not a great team. Their pitching's kind of a concern. Zach Wheeler's been good. He's not you know, a lights out type pitcher every fifth day or anything. Kyle Gibson was brought in to try to solidify that rotation. He just has not been very good at all. Um, but yeah, that they definitely don't have like some super tough schedule like the Cardinals. And I don't know why I don't want to pick the Cardinals. I really don't. I just have a weird gut feeling that they're going to figure it out even with, with the schedule. And that's just going to be, I mean, heartbreaking. Can you imagine if the Reds, just barely miss it and the Cardinals sneak in, but the, the Reds have the opportunity in front of them, um, including tonight's game. There's nine total games with the Pirates. They have two against the White Sox, four against the Nationals, and three against the Dodgers this upcoming weekend. So, you know, it's not the toughest schedule in the world, but that doesn't mean meant anything in the past month or so to the Reds. Clay, uh, you mentioned earlier that I was the best producer in Cincy, and so earlier we talked about uh, that song, and as the producer, I did produce. Um, so here we go. We're together again. We really are together again. 
We're in my basement. We are. We're together again. It's true. Drinking Coke. You're drinking Coke. Some of us are drinking the bubbly. We're in the basement again. You win. How is it the best? That's the best we've ever started a show. I, I don't believe that. Okay. Maybe it is. That Thank you. <laughs> I, I right. want to clarify something. You are the best producer. However, you're the only producer that I know in Cincinnati as well. Um, so you're also, by default, the worst producer. By default, that also means I'm the best, second best. I'm, yeah, this is great. I appreciate that. This is great. You know, going great. back through the old episodes, I did find one where Ed did the welcome back. <laughs> that oh. was episode oh, number like six when Aaron couldn't make it. And I was like, oh, I'll do a best of with only like six episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and I did I did a whole like, what was it? Not even five <laughs> minutes of updates. And I was like, this. I, it took me 30 minutes to record it to get five minutes worth of updates. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Unreal. My favorite How is when many Aaron shows have back. I been on? Do you all know? Do you know count? It has to be like I mean I have no idea. I, I remember I really liked the one that we did the round table with. Yeah. That was the Last. first that, that was the first time I came on. Like the COVID round table. Yeah. yeah. That was a good show. You've probably been on like a dozen or so episodes, Clay. Yeah. Oh, at least, yeah. Yeah. But best friend of the podcast is what yeah. you get. And you got to watch me puke. What do you all think about the Reds, Ed? I think the Reds are a great team. They were a great team uh, last month, uh, at the beginning of the month, not the end of the month. And, you know, I think uh, we hit we hit too much. Uh, we wasted all our runs. Um, Joey Votto, he, he, look, we're going to make a comeback, okay? Joey Votto is going to come out there, and he's going to start. He, he might get eight in a row uh, this month, possibly. Who knows? Uh, you know, he got, what, six, seven in a row earlier this year? And, you know, it was close to that eight. Um, he's been he's been hanging out on uh, John Boy Media a lot lately. So, I think, you know, the Reds are going to look really good. Huh. Solid, Ed. Also, Nick Cassianos is awesome. You're not Joey still bangs. If for no other reason, you need to be watching the last – 17 games because of Nick. You never know. This could be the last 17 games. I think Nick just hit home run. Yep. What did I say? What did I say? Hey, what's the score? It's 6-5 in the ninth, two outs. Did I just call that? I mean, it It, just literally just happened. Sure would have been nice if somebody had gotten on base ahead of him. I mean, <laughs> the the hit before by Azdrubal Cabrera was an out. Imagine that, because they're all outs. I don't I think don't, he's gotten a hit yet as a red. I don't think so. The line of the shields has like four or five hits now, though. Yeah. Not not Azdrubal Cabrera. I can't believe I no. just did that. Third base is abysmal. Um, Aaron's not waiting by chance. Ed, nope, nobody's out there. In the in the wings. All right. Your boss is running late, Clay. Uh, yeah, he's he's a pretty busy guy. He's a tough guy to get a hold of, too. But um, I'll jump off here so that you all can continue on with your other guests. I'll be watching 
uh, the rest of the night as well. But thank, thank you all for, for everything, seriously. I, I love coming on here, and you all have been great, and um, I, I always look forward to, to these podcasts. Well, thank you for everything, Clay. You have been a great guest to have on, and you've always brought your A game, so we appreciate you. All right, guys, thank have you. a good show. Thanks, Bye, Clay. Clay. I, I love that guy. That was great. Can we um, talk about how to just call that, though? Can you see how long the three different interviews that we pre-recorded are? Uh, oh, yeah, hold on one second. Mm -hmm. I think DeMars is the shortest. If I remember, it is, yes. Why don't we go ahead and play that right now? Okay. Please hold a second. You didn't cue me up for that, so I got to get that up here. Here we go. So, special guest of the podcast, Damar Johnson. We have had you on in the past. Uh, it was in January of 2020, right before the pandemic started, uh, that we last had you on. Um, and you had not had your current gig with the Cincinnati Bearcats. So, lots of change from you, for you since, uh, since January. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, lot of stuff going on. I'm excited about it. So how is the, the new gig going for working for Coach Wes Miller? It's been great. I'm a bunch of, around a bunch of great guys every day. Wes, the whole staff, um, players are, are working their butt off. And I'm working for my school that I already love. So I can ask so much more than that. I was going to say, what, what is it like actually working for the school that you graduated from? It's a blessing, you know, because, you know, all these guys in there working their tail off, but they didn't they didn't graduate from, from UC. So it's like a job, more of a job where they got to train themselves to be to love our school. And it's already, you know, in, in, in me. Sure. Now, did they get you a bigger desk yet? Because I saw a picture of you at your desk <laughs> when you got your new office. and You look like you barely fit at that poor desk. No, the desk is actually pretty big. My legs are just long. It's, I mean, my legs are going to be long under any desk. Fair enough. Um, so we did want to have you back on for the 100th episode as uh, you were one of the most listened episodes that we had. Um, and nice. that was even before we uh, we ended up knowing that you were going to be working for the Bearcats as there were a lot of hoops and red tape I had to go through just to even reach out to you. Um, but. <laughs> Congratulations on the new gig. Uh, what should we look for? Uh, just brief synopsis of what we should be looking for with this uh, Cincinnati Bearcats team this year. It's, it's so early. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to even tell. We we haven't even started real practice yet. We've just been doing, you know, workouts this summer, workouts, you know, the last few weeks, making sure the guys are in weight room and conditioning. And then the guys are, are working their tail off, but it's it's too it's too early to, to, to really tell. Everybody's so new. A lot of new guys on the team, a whole new staff. We're trying to all get to know each other and, and you know and get familiar with the things that you just you know want, want us all to do as a staff and as a team. Fair enough. Well, I was able to make the NIL, and I I've gotten to uh, show up. With, with Chad to some things and gotten to see a little bit of uh, what you guys are doing down there. So keep up the good work. We, we love seeing, uh, you know, one of the Bearcats own giving back in the way that you are able to do. And uh, not a whole lot of guys are able to do that. So congratulations on the new gig. Uh, we'll have to work out another time where we can get you on uh, when 
you know, you've had a little bit of time in the role and can uh, maybe talk a little bit more about what is going on in the program. But uh, again, just best of luck to you this season. And uh, thanks for coming on for the special 100th episode, sir. Yeah, I appreciate it. Look, we're in there every day. We're trying. We're, we're working on the guys we have. We're working on trying to get recruits in here. We're, we're working. We're working every day. Um, you know, Wes is... As well, Wes is, Wes is on all of us about you know trying to build this program into to what it, what it used to be. So I, I appreciate you guys having me. You know we 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 doing our jobs every day trying to you know make make the city happy. For sure, and uh, maybe maybe we'll have you on talking about that that Big Twelve move as that becomes closer to to a reality. So. Oh yeah, that's that's, that's good. Okay. Let all right. Know. Thanks, DJ. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Thank you. So there you have it. We had Damar Johnson coming back on. That was crazy that we had him right before the pandemic. We had him and um, Dan Horde right before the pandemic. And his his, his desk did look minuscule in that initial <laughs> photo. <laughs> it looked like they... And he's like, and I don't know if it was like, because it was like a wide angle lens maybe to get the whole room. Because I, I seem to remember it was like the entirety of, of his office. And uh, it was like, man, that it looks like an awfully tiny desk that, that they've given to such a big man. That's fantastic. Um, so we still have moving parts and uh, we apparently may still have some other people hopping on with us as this thing continues. So um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But uh, looks like we got a uh, Jack Ladd over here in our, uh, in our chat on the, yeah. the YouTube. He's uh, a member of the park ballers with Ryan Castellanos is one of the park ballers. That's been a wild ride to be a part of as well. Oh, like a, a crazy wild ride. Yeah. That, that, like, that group chat is off the chain. Just yeah, yeah, it is on mute. I can't keep up. Like, are they playing the Sims so, now? So old. Was that? Are they playing the Sims now on the group chat? Because like I don't know. It's interesting. I have no idea what's going on in that group chat. <laughs> <at the> time. <laughs> I, I miss them. I miss simpler times when it was just like feet check. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when there was just. <laughs> Jack Ladd probably is the wildest member. I think that's that's actually fair. Uh, that's a that's H a that's a pretty high bar. H Killer is pretty pretty special. Showtime tried to get into my uh, into my tweets yesterday or the other day uh, about the Bearcats. Unbelievable. Was it the Bearcats? It was. Yeah. It well, was. here in a few short minutes, I don't know that Aaron's going to be hopping on with us. Uh, so. First guest that that just kind of clipped us, which is fine. <laughs> um, but but we should have uh, a guest here in the next couple minutes. Um, yeah, the, the this is I can't I can't believe those Knob Creek bottles. Those Knob Clay, Creek bottles was, are sweet. That's, that, that's because Clay is a superstar. That was amazing. He was that a was, diamond. He was a diamond in the rough, and and now he's blossoming. Well, I remember when Aaron was like, "Hey, I want to, I want to check this Clay guy out and see if he wants to come on the podcast." And I'm like, oh, "What's he do?" He's like, "Oh, he writes for Locked On Reds." I was like, "That podcast that talks about the ED pills?" He's like, "Yeah, that one." I was like, "All right, cool." 
and then he brought him on <laughs> and clay was pretty cool like from the from the beginning we were like all right he can vibe with us i meant that i was gonna tell clay like that first round table we did when you guys were like man it's like COVID time like we don't really have a lot to talk about because we're a sports podcast so let's try and see if we can like squeeze something out of you know potential reds baseball that's you know happening or whatever and uh we, we put it, I was so nervous because I was for one, obviously it was like the first podcast thing I'd ever done. And, and I'm like, man, they've got this clay guy and, and he's like an, yeah, he's an MLB writer. He writes about the reds and it's like, it's like published out there. whatnot. And he got on and clay was cool. Dude, don't drink it all at once. Thanks clay. <laughs> no promises. Uh, you never know. I don't know that I'm going to open it. I think it's going to go back here on the shelf. Uh, oh, my, mine's definitely getting displayed. Yeah. Downstairs in my basement that I still haven't totally finished. Aaron can go up there, totally. right up there on the on the wall next to the football. I mean, I'm probably not going to. I don't. I don't like whiskey. Oh, so, so it'll we be. Got, we got more park ballers in the chat. Just a collector's item. Mopo and hijack. Or oh, Seuss, Oh, Mopo's in. Here. I can't look at the chats today. <laughs> Sounds about right. Speaking of, I have been saving this until the 100th episode. I found the Saunders Kings Island Blue Ice Cream Ale. Now Aaron has had it. I forgot that he had it. Thank you, Aaron, for reminding me that you had it. Hey, this stuff is delicious, though. Like, if you guys can find it somewhere, you should grab some. Also, how has it been 100 episodes? And we still haven't got a beer company to sponsor us. Oh, no, Ed, that was supposed to be that that's like your that, that's your round table right there that's that's right in your wheelhouse you're supposed to be getting that stuff lined up well we almost did we almost had something lined up with uh march 1st um and then pandemic happened that's um, true we were literally gonna like, go to the brewery and do a podcast there is that like the uh the, the beer the beer top opener thing that we had that was supposed to like send us a bunch of those and then they didn't Oh, no, that's a different company. <laughs> I'm not talking about who, that. who was the other company that just reached back out to you after, like, who was that? Dugout Mugs. Oh. I was, I was in conversations with them. Like, they were going to, like, we were going we were gonna to work something out. We were going to get a code. And, and every person who purchased it got, like, a. I don't know, percentage off or something. We were going to get a mug for cost. So it was only going to cost us 25 bucks for a baseball mug with our um, logo on it. And they just stopped emailing me. They ghosted me. Well, guess guess who has arrived. Hey, we have a guest. It's Aaron's boss. Oh, God. I hope StreamYard works today. Tad, welcome to the 100th episode. How are you? Oh, Ed, you had to say that, didn't you? <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Oh, no. Not again. He did a whole episode <laughs> with us once. Oh. And it worked. And, and there's Aram. Aram is in the, uh, is in the <laughs> waiting room now, too. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Chad's gone. Right. Oh, Chad's going to bring it. Bring it, Aram, real quick. Yo, Aram, what's going, what's going on, on, gentlemen? <laughs> How can you How be you? here? We can. Awesome. Hey, congratulations on uh, on a hundred. Yeah, big deal. We have Thank Arm Layton from from Just Baseball. Uh, 
actually a bunch of Ryan Castellanos uh, Twitch followers are currently in our stream. So oh, any- no way. We've actually yeah, any- made our way over to Twitch. I, yeah. I don't understand it. I'm working on it. <laughs> but you know what? It's a lot of fun. Oh, Twi- Twitch is a blast. Twitch can get it, addictive. It- so from my understanding, you, you guys do all Cincinnati sports, right? So this yep. must be a really crazy time right now. It is. It is. Yes. Hundredth episode. You've got college. You've got NFL. You've got the Reds making a playoff push. Hopefully, like that's nuts. It's crazy. It's, it's and you've you've got some things. You've got some things going on. You brought uh, Clay Snowden in to your yeah, fray. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited, man. He just he just wrote a piece today on on Tyler. I want to make sure I say it right. Apparently, it's Molly. Tyler Molly. Mally. Mally. Yeah. Mally. Mally. Molly. I mean, I should know us, that, us Midwesterners, we, we do the, the A's like Mally, you know, I mean, so it's fine. Could be Kelsey. But yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. So um, how, how have things been going with your, your growth with just baseball as we had you on, you know, not too long ago, but um, things have been. It was literally like right around launch. So it's been crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I, it was. Uh, a whirlwind. Everything's been really awesome. And uh, I didn't bring a gift. No, that's in the mail. Um, it's been a whirlwind. <laughs> Everything's just been exceeding expectations. So, you know, that's been really exciting. And uh, just the support's been really awesome. And uh, it's just been fun to be able to interact with people like yourself and like just being able to have a brand and build it and be a little bit different. And honestly, I, and I have to attribute this to you, this has become like a joke on our staff is that we're like, kind of Reds fans because after I came on the show, I think a few Reds fans followed me and I, I posted an article, I believe it was about a month ago, saying that I think the Reds can make the playoffs on just baseball. And a few of those Reds followers retweeted it and then Clay retweeted it and then it blew up and then I gained a bunch of Reds followers. And now I'm just, when I tweet about the Reds, it gets some stuff, it gets, it gets some uh, traction. So I'm all in on the Reds now. We are a partially red site, and uh, it's been a lot of fun, though. It's been cool to tap into the other fan bases, really, because, as you know, I covered Marlins and I covered the minor leagues with prospects. So being able to interact with Reds fans one day and and then write a piece on the Tigers farm system and then the Yankees and whatever, it's just really cool to kind of see across baseball the different fans, and uh, it's been uh, really a blessing to be able to even reach those people. Love to see it. Speaking of minor leagues and the Marlins – uh, that's where uh, Griffin Conine is, correct? Yeah, yeah. Can we get, can we get a Griffin Conine update? Because the last time you were on, I think he was maybe just starting into this. Like he went on like a pretty big tear, didn't he down there? Well, and he works it. with Jeff Conine. Well, right. Yes. But- Reds legend. Reds <laughs> legend Jeff. He's uh, our advisor, and I also co-host uh, outside the box with Jeff Conine with him. And uh, actually, we just did an episode on Joey Votto. Because Jeff's final year or his time in Cincinnati was Joey Votto's rookie season. And obviously everybody in this right now knows that Joey Votto's a Hall of Famer. But for whatever reason, we have to explain that to people. Um, and so we did an episode just on like what makes Joey Votto a Hall of Famer. And he said when he was a kid, I don't know how old he was when he came up. I don't remember what the age was. I think you guys might know that. Uh, but like when he was a kid he already carried himself like a 35 year old. And Jeff was like, yeah, this guy's, this guy's going to be a dude. And, uh, you know, 13, 14 years later, uh, he's a dude. <laughs> he's a dude. That's awesome. So like Griffin, by the way, tied for the league, lead, minor league lead in home runs. Uh, that that's the update on him. So he's doing great. Uh, I'm great. definitely proud of him. So what should we look forward to with, uh, just baseball here in the near future? 
Yeah. So tomorrow, I've, it's been the last several months for me uh, doing write-ups, going to games, scouting, all that good stuff, uh, interviews, finally putting out our top 100 list. Um, so I'm very excited about that. Uh, detailed write-ups on just about every single player. We obviously will have several Reds in there. And I think Reds fans will, one, be a little bit surprised, but also be happy with uh, with where we have the duo of pitchers. Um, but I think they may be surprised how they're stacked up. Uh, but really good spot for both the Reds guys. And then, of course, uh, Barrero is pretty high up there too. So uh, detailed write-ups on all three of those guys. Really excited to drop that top 100 list. And uh, also did a sit-down with uh, former Bearcat, Joey Weimer, who's been probably the hottest hitter in the minor leagues. Uh, just did a one-on-one -on -one with him, just talking about uh, how he's been spectacular, the adjustments he's made at the plate. And uh, that was a really cool uh, interview and uh, sit-down also. He's in the Brewers farm system. Is that, yes, is that right? Yes. Correct. Yeah. He's been out of this world. You hate to see the Brewers with a guy like that, but yeah, of all the places he could go, right? Well, yep. we the Reds don't do well facing people that played for the Bearcats. So. Is that is that a thing? Ian Happ destroys us. Oh, really? I didn't know he was a Bearcat. Wow. Over the, over a quarter of Ian Happ's professional home runs are against the Reds. That's a real stat. Yeah, it's like I think it's like twenty three of eighty four, twenty three, some, somewhere in that. Yeah, it's unbelievable. That's a real stat. Yeah, I I would have gone to my head. I would have said you made that up. I would have. I mean, you, we I still feel like ridiculous. it's made up because it's absolutely insane. And I feel like and Josh like, Harrison tore us up too. Yeah, Josh Harrison's sick though. Like Ian Happ hitting like one fifty. Yeah, not against us. <laughs> I got to look that up after this. It's like Labor Torres with the Orioles. I think eighty <laughs> percent of his production is against the Orioles. But uh, what about what about you all? I'm excited to see what's next. I'm geared up for NFL season. I'm assuming that's big for you all. Uh, yep. It was pretty fun to see Jamar Chase get going. Um, that was fun. But the big the biggest thing has been juggle, the big... how do you juggle Reds playoffs and the NFL season? Well, we usually don't have to juggle Reds playoffs. Exactly. Well, I think it's really <laughs> different this year. <laughs> It, it might be. I don't know that dropping one against the Pirates tonight that hurts. Is it but, over? Uh, yeah. yeah, six five. You hate to see that, but um, what we'll see. Uh, the biggest news this week has been the, the Big Twelve for the Bearcats, um, and that's going to be just monumental for that whole organization. Um, obviously, you love to see the Bengals start one and zero for the first time in years, um, undefeated for the first time in, in literally years, and. Um, it's it's been a wild ride here of late for pretty much all Cincinnati teams. So yeah, it's it's yeah. a good time to be a show on all Cincinnati stuff, right? I, right? I think it's a good time. I I'm rooting hard for the Reds beyond just you guys because uh, I've been trying to go to all 30 baseball stadiums. I've got five left, and I've got Cincinnati and I've got uh, St. Louis. I'd rather go to Cincinnati um, just because I like Cincinnati better. I'd rather Cincinnati make the playoffs. Um, so. I'll check the Reds off. So I'm hoping the Reds make a push here. Um, just because like, like St. Louis, obviously historic stadium, but they're, they're just kind of, they're boring. I, I'd rather see, I'd rather see the Reds in there. As would they we. Plus, they need to hit lefties. It sounds like it helps your clicks too. So we, we I think we'd all love to see the Reds. Yeah. yeah in yeah, there. We, we, we will start ramping up the Reds content. It'll just become, forget just baseball. It'll be just Reds. 
<laughs> I don't think there's too many people in Cincinnati who'd be terribly upset with that. Well, we do have a lot of other guests we got to get to tonight. So, and we know how busy you are, but thank you for making the time for us tonight. We do appreciate it. And uh, as as things progress through the uh, the off season, probably um, I'd imagine playoffs are probably going to be pretty busy for you. But as things get into the off season um, and some moves start getting made, we'll see about getting you on and and kind of preview next year's season. So. Absolutely. I'll be at the winter meetings. I'll be uh, deep in all that. So looking forward to it. Appreciate you guys having me on and uh, rooting for the Reds the rest of the way. And uh, congratulations on 100, guys. Uh, here's to 100 more. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. Right, that was let me great. See if I can, let me see. It was fantastic. So much energy. A lot of it. And here, here comes our best bud, Chad. Hi, Hi Chad. Chad. I see the fan going, so it's not frozen. Yes. I switched it. Oh, uh, Ed, Ed jinxed it like immediately, right off the rip. It happened. What do you expect? I mean, Aaron, we, we, I didn't realize until I helped the chain. We forgot a last night. We forgot what? A milestone. Oh, what was the milestone? Episode fifty of the BTP. So episode 50, 50 last night for the BVP, episode 100 tonight. That's fantastic. Look at you making it. I mean, it's it's been a wild ride. I was talking about that with uh with Justin about like since he came on, like we had him on the show. He was one of our very first guests. And since he's been on, that was like when he started working for the beat. And since then, like just shit's been wild for everyone. <laughs> Um, so we, we do want to thank you for coming on for our hundredth episode. He is Chad Brendel from bearcatjournal.com and, um, a good friend of mine, plus my boss. So, uh, thanks for making the time for us tonight though, Chad. Not a problem. I would not have some things going on, but I would not for the world. Appreciate it. That's fair. Absolutely. So, um, the, the Big 12 has kind of had some time to settle down here of late. But for, for those who maybe weren't checking out the BBP as we recorded last night, what ramifications do you feel like long-term as opposed to just short-term this move is going to have for the program? It's not necessarily ramification. Money. Yeah. Right? That's, that's, that's the end game in all of this. In the world of sports, the SEC in Oklahoma to separate from the Brown, to separate from the Big Ten. The Big Ten is separated from the ACC, the Big 12, the Pac 12. And the American, three, four, five, ten notches back. So the reality was that Cincinnati got left out again that. The, you know, things can be real bad at the athletic Because you are gonna be able to with the Jones if you were watching outside looking at you. And now and now you've got a chance now to try to make an indoor facility for football. Uh you can look at building a standalone uh facility for basketball. You can pay Luke whatever you need to pay. Like the entire world changes because now you can't see. And that's yeah. what was important. 
that's what they got. Now, there was a, uh, a, a writer, I believe, in maybe Tulsa uh, that said that... Never what's that? <laughs> Never heard of them. <laughs> right. None of us have. That said that maybe the Big 12 isn't a power conference anymore. Thoughts? Uh, of course, that's what somebody in Tulsa is going to say. Stuck in the market. Without Cincinnati, Houston, Houston. Right. If the first one's not a power conference, what the hell is that? Yeah. I'm so sick of I never knew until last uh, November that I hated it. Well, that was when you got blocked by the first writer for <laughs> Tulsa, right? Yeah, because the continuous pride that Tulsa didn't get their home game and that the Americans stuck to their principles for hosting the championship game. Look, Cincinnati was a big issue. didn't ask for them. They went to Tulsa, Florida, and came home with the seeds. We've all been there. It happened. Crazy. So that's okay. I'm okay with it. <laughs> well, I'm dealing with what happened as we were walking to practice. <laughs> Justin and I got heckled on the way into practice. Yeah, heckled on the way into practice? Yeah. By who? By two. By who? <laughs> Some guy that was over 81. He was in white. And then the other one, red jersey every time. Desmond Ritter. Yeah, I think I think he was. One. And Sauce. No, eight one white. Oh, eight one. Yeah. So that would be Tyler Scott. <laughs> I haven't memorized my numbers yet. Eighty-one. No, Can you guys have- eleven. Josh Wiley. Josh Wiley's 81. I thought he was 85 for some reason. We're just minding walking into practice. We start hearing yelling, calling us down the way. Called us tweeting Tweedledum. I mean, that sounds about right. We later called Justin is going to be me. I'm Tweedledum. Wasn't well, very that- nice. That's when you know you made it when the when the players are heckling you on your way into practice, right? <laughs> and shows things happen so man. It, it, you know, practice interview today. He said he didn't aware of anything that happened in college football finds on the breakfast Like that's a good but then they were poking at it the entire time. And Des was like, don't ditch it out to take it. I was like, it's me, my choice. I just ditched it. Right there. Yeah. He's like, no, you're right. So you clap back. I'm like, I like it. They were having fun today going because they're pretty busy in the air. Well, I know you are busy with everything going on in your life, and it's about time for you to get Kelsey to bed. At 10 o'clock. Just to but, add, 
to the farm. She's now not feeling well. So that's great. Great. Yeah. <laughs> what can you do? If you don't, if you don't plan, that's right. Pretty much. But we do want to thank you for making the time for us. 50 last night for, for BBP, 100 for us. Hmm? Before you thank me, I want to say congratulations. You guys have done a great job building a building a little, little niche in this podcast. Awesome game. I love you. I love the show. I wouldn't put it if I didn't. You guys know how I am. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I tried to take it in. Uh, Tuesday night, if I can, if I'm busy. And uh, congrats. Glad to be with this little family. And uh, much more success because you guys are doing a great show. Well, we appreciate it, Dad. Thank you very much. Thanks, Chad. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, Chad. All right. I really hope hey. that audio comes through better. <laughs> Didn't, it didn't come. You can make it out a little bit. Yeah, there were some parts where I had no idea. Streamyard does not like Chad. No, not at all. Um, I'm, I blink Kentucky. But oh, that's a good point. Some someone has entered the queue. Let's let's do it. It's look at that guy! Oh, look at that What's guy! What's going on here? Hey, what's up? Can you hear yes, me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Good, good, good. So, oh, is that a big 12 logo? Yes, sir. Hey, I did that myself. Looking clean, looking <laughs> clean. I'm just waiting for the Mandalorian Bearcat crossover. Ooh. That might have to happen because uh, I'm thinking about season tickets for at a minimum next year. I mean, I mean. It'd be kind of cool to see, you know. Mm -hmm. I, and you could you you could even if you wanted to, you know, you could have a you know, your totally separate Mandalorian outfit for that because you've got like eighty seven thousand helmets that I've seen you've been doing over the last. Like, <laughs> I know. I, know. I could I could try to turn uh, this guy or something. Do something black and red would look really cool, man. I agree. That's fantastic. Um, are you getting all those helmets? Like, are, is somebody else making them? Like you're like consigning them or, or like getting them built somewhere else or are you no i'm your... uh if, i'm making them now yeah are you so this first one i'm wearing now uh actually i had a guy help me out with and uh from this uh i'm gonna take you in my little studio here and i'll show you what my little setup is but i got some stuff in the works working that guy working a predator for a guy that's a Nashville predator fan and I'm printing them all on that bad boy right there. Nice. Yeah. A little behind the scenes, I guess. Ender yeah. three V two. It's cool, man. Say that again. Ender three V two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the, like the max. It's the big version. Oh, okay. The big right. one. Yeah. I've yeah. Got a, Cause I've... I wanted to, I wanted to do them in one, one swoop and not have to piece them together. Yeah, one one shot is the way. I have a, uh, I've got an Ender Five Plus, so oh, I, nice. I, I can yeah. I can one shot one shot the helmets off too. I just don't ever do them anymore. I've got a three. <laughs> I got yeah, a, I, got I couldn't if I, if I if I had to piece them together, you would see some wacky crap walking around Paul Brown Stadium. <laughs> oh oh man, 
There's a there's a legend in the uh, in the waiting room. Look at that guy. Look at Speaking that guy. Of wacky crap. What's that <laughs> wacky crap has arrived. What is legend? Up? Oh, is that a gritty behind you, Cap? Is that we got some highlights? Absolutely. That's mixing beautiful. it up. Mixing it I up. Love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> for the hundredth episode, we're trying to bring back a bunch of our previous guests. So we do have Bengals captain and the Bengalorian now together again with us all. One and zero for the Bengals starting off this season. One and zero for the first time in years. One and zero. And they did it in the first ever game that was tied as there was no time on the clock to go into overtime. And then the tie was broken with no time on the clock to end the game. Wild stat that that's never happened before in the history of the NFL. But how was the atmosphere down at the game? What did you guys see that you you liked as far as just the atmosphere and, and what the hell was even going on at Paul Brown Stadium on Sunday? It, it was crazy. I, I seriously, I, I said it on Twitter Live. I've never seen, and, and we've had good teams. I have never seen that many people uh, watching pregame. There, I, you know, and it, it's not me. I asked. I know other people asked. It's not me. People wanted to go. People couldn't wait to get in the stadium. Um, you know, I realized the, the team's been selling hype. A lot of fans have been selling hype. We, we really don't know what this team is, but there's a lot of hope. And people bought in already. You know, they, it was electric before uh, kickoff, and it was as loud as it's been in a long, long time. It, I've been waiting to hear this for years. What about you, Bingo? Oh, man. I, I mean, I, I got in there. We, we met at the tailgate. We kind of – you were the one that was like, hey, let's get in there at 1245. And I, uh, you guys took off. And then I got into the stadium shortly after because there's no way I was going to miss the end, like the introduction. It was unbelievable. Like when, when I'm talking, like Elizabeth and all those people were saying it was going to be different. Like it was, it was like radically different than any other game I've been to. Uh, introduction wise, the flyover had me in tears. Like, Everything about the introduction to that game was off the freaking wall. Like it was incredible to be a part of. That's fantastic. And you guys, how many pictures did you get stopped for now that people have recognized you as the face of this huge <laughs> fan movement here in this offseason? I Cap, I'm sure you I mean you're you're you've been doing this a little longer than I have with the costume, but it is it is it's weird, man. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's really freaking weird, man. Because first of all, I have a helmet on, right? So they're taking a picture with somebody that they have no clue what's going on underneath here. Cap is fortunate enough to have seen this ugly mug. But, like, so people stopping and being like, oh, my God, I follow your Twitter, and I'm from New Jersey. I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> Don't you have other things you could be doing than listening to me tweet a bunch of bull crap about the football team? But but it's like super humbling and super fun. And to be honest, I'm I'm just glad that I'm fortunate enough to have be, be a part of it. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just totally cool. You uh, I'll let uh... you I'll let you know a secret. Um, Bengo had to choose a costume with a helmet because he is unbelievably sexy like people can't <laughs> handle it 
we don't want to take the helmet off because people would watch him and not the game. So the secret's out, but he, he nailed it. Like he, you know, he jokes about the, you know, it's, it's weird or whatever. I, I say it all the time. And that, that's not offense to anybody. It's, I am a normal dude. I'm weird by yeah. nature. And, you know, we'll, we'll walk and people make that comment. like, I God, I feel like I'm walking with a celebrity. Like, no, 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 don't use that C word around me. I am just going to stop. If you want me to ruin your photo, if you want me to ruin your, your perfect experience and have my ugly face in it, I am going to oblige every single time because, you know, I'll tell you, I, I, I know some super fans, not NFL at all, but some college super fans who are absolutely over the top ridiculous. Uh, they charge money for photos. They will be rude to, to, to kids who, who want to take time. It's just insane. You know, I, I've, I've dreamt my entire life to even be able to go to games. You know, this is all an extra crazy bonus. And I'm glad to have people, you know, joining in and we're, we're, we're you know, Bengals recruiting and, and actively manufacturing uh, new fans. You know, this is great. I'm going to be here for it all. Speaking <laughs> of new fans, I saw on Twitter, and I, I don't know if, uh, I, I think it might have been Ube that uh, put it out, the, the little little kid oh in the, power, oh, in the, the orange Power Ranger costume. He was awesome. I could believe it. it so I, I, I've, I've never watched Power Rangers, but I tweeted out, like, I would love to see an orange one just because I, I saw a costume something somewhere. And, you know, in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, throw some stripes <laughs> on it. No, 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 no. His dad knocked that out of the park. He went, I mean, the detail from head to toe, the hoodie on the back. I mean, every little piece. He, youngest, like, decked out super fan I've ever seen in my life. And I just, I had to bow. The, the, the kid was awesome. You, you guys saw him? You met him down there in the stands? Yeah, yeah. He, he wanted to take a picture of me. I'm like, oh, oh, no, no, no. I want to take a picture of you. Like, I don't know how I miss that kid, but like when you, I think it was uh, Hube who I think she posted it and I saw that and I was just like, wait a minute, are you kidding me? How did I miss that? Like, oh, it was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, could could you imagine an army of little super fans? Oh my God. I can't wait. Ankle biting little super fans, just kicking people in the shins as we win. Fuck yeah, let's do it. Now, speaking of Hube, your wife's podcast stream, I don't, what are we calling things these days? I don't even know. But it's taking off as she's doing her, her Bengals girl version that is tapping into an untapped market, really, because while there's plenty of female fans, as we're finding out all over Twitter, uh, it's, it's just growing week upon week it seems and so what's that been like for you taking a back seat to the hubei and and just kind of letting her spread her wings out and and kind of do her thing yeah i i love it i i love it you know i wouldn't none of this would happen without her uh you know she's been supportive uh i, I don't i don't tell that part of the story a lot but the the night before the the reason why the commercial you know that this was created i i effed up the suit royally i spray paint the the first time i spray painted the 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 lapel and i it's a cheap costume a cheap suit and it bled through and it looked like somebody had on my back 
it was bad. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. Like, I can't do this. Like, this is supposed to be in a Microsoft commercial. I'm like, I'm not going to go out. There's a hot glue hanging everywhere. Like, accidentally glued the dog to my armpit. I mean, it was a mess. So she's like, no, you know what? No one's going to care. Like, it's hilarious. No one's going to care. I, I felt bad. Like, this sucks, whatever. Go to the game. Wearing it. We got whipped. And everybody just laughed and they wanted pictures. It was the worst game I've ever seen in my life. The, uh, the, the, the ass kicking, uh, the Ravens gave us, uh, opening day, how many years ago? Oh. 2017. Yeah. Oh, brutal. But people laughed and said, you know what? You're, you're the highlight of my day. And I didn't believe him because that's not true, but I'm like, you know what? Okay. If I can make somebody laugh after watching that. Um, so she, she's the whole reason that that came to be. I would have nixed it completely. Uh, she's been a great fan. She, she's obviously uh, an amazing friend, wife, all that jazz. But uh, she gets so excited. The training camp, uh, first time she met Andy Dalton, I've got a picture. And, and she's shaking, holding this football, waiting for him to come autograph. I've never seen her so – she wasn't that nervous when we got married. And she's shaking. <laughs> <laughs> she's shaking meeting Andy Dalton absolutely was one of the proudest moments uh I've, I've tweeted out the picture of uh her on the field uh diving after the tackling dummy uh love her to death for that and you're right it, it's an underrepresented group uh as far as podcasts v blogs like you said whatever you want to call them and i love that she's she's getting it started kayla uh, uh jerry I, I always want to say jer bear <laughs> Well, yeah. Ed, and I, Ed and I went to high school with Jerry. I don't remember. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, we uh, they didn't have Whitney this time, but Whitney Yaz has been on. Uh, they're they're all absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah, and, and Dylan Guthrie, hey, get those season tickets. Thank you for the uh, the compliments. Yeah. Get those season tickets. We'll see you next season. I you you said something earlier, and I wanted to call you out, but um, I'm happy to take a back seat. You know, she's doing a great job. She's learning. I have screwed up some things for her. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> I'm learning too. It might branch off into my own thing eventually. We've talked about it before, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just having fun watching her. Well, we're going to have to see about getting her on. But we do have guests already lining up as they're waiting to get in here. Um, so did want to thank you both very much for hopping on with us and taking some time out of your evening. We're going to have to do, you know, as, as the season progresses, we're going to have to get you guys back on here again. Yeah, and, and I miss Bengals. Mm -hmm. What we do, because uh, it's been a, a lot of fun with the, the time. I tried to reach out to Sean. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't responding. And I know I, I tried about a week ago, but I know he's had a lot with traveling and all that too. So uh, we'll see about getting Hootay Baby back in with us and doing the, uh, the wrap Three up like, like we do. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you both very much. Bengo, I look forward to all of your Twitter because it's hilarious. And uh, don't be afraid to tweet more about those Bearcats. And, uh, and Cap, just, just keep being your radiant self with that beard because you without a beard is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. My hey, wife agrees. Before, before we wrap this up, Bengo, uh, no, 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 I'll take it back. It's Bengo's captain. Can we get an arm wave? Okay. Oh, yeah. Up the I need steps. A <laughs> yeah, that's my camera here real quickly here. And it, it was it was let me get the get the camera. <laughs> oh right this way. 
Thank you, sir. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, though. It was 100 episodes, and we do appreciate. Again, you guys take the time. Congratulations on 100. Thank you. Yeah, Thank appreciate you. it. All right. What a bunch of good dudes yes. they are. Oh, yeah. But we do have another friend waiting in the wings. There he is. Look at that guy. Oh, get him oh, out of here. Come on. Get him out of here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on. First of all, first of all, don't be coming at me because you guys won as well, okay? I'm just repping the 1-0 teams, okay? We won in Foxborough. I don't want to hear it, okay? I don't want to hear it. You beat Mac my... Jones. Have you seen the shirtless picture of him? Come on, man. Dude. Listen, all right. First of all, <laughs> yes, I have seen that. But I've also seen Tom Brady's pre-draft workout before he went ahead and ruined my entire childhood football dreams, okay? All right. I, I, had, I, I had to watch my team struggle from the time I understood what, what football was to win in Foxborough. And we won in Foxborough. I don't want to hear any negatives. I don't want to hear any crap about Tua. We're 1-0. And I'm happy about it, okay? We got the Bills next week. I got a bet with Winker. So this is a big one next week. But I'm taking the 1-0 one, one and I'm taking the good vibes, okay? So I'm repping the shirt and I don't want to hear anything about it, okay? You guys, had, <laughs> you guys just had two. First of all, hey, congratulations on 100 episodes, you guys. That's freaking awesome. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you. That's Thank freaking you. awesome. And I'm blessed to be here, man. That's awesome. Well so I was going to talk about that. We had you on our podcast. Now you're all over everyone's podcasts and you're doing your Twitch thing and you're just blowing that up. I mean, I know we talked about it even the last time you were on here, but it, since then it's even grown and good luck on that. We, we already talked about this earlier when we were just doing some filler time. Good luck on keeping up with that, uh, that Twitter group chat because good God, I don't even know what's happening anymore. Me neither. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I I have I have relinquished all responsibility on my group chat and Twitch you have a community. cult following. It's insane. It's, it's <laughs> the park ballers. I, I, just... Yeah, uh, they're honestly they're they're all great. Uh, every single day, there's something new going on in the chat. Uh, everybody is honestly has been so amazing. Just not only in their passion for the Reds fans, but also just the passion for you know, my stream. And I, I have people reach out to me separately saying that this community that we've kind of built here uh, has created lifelong friends amongst each other that they hadn't known before. People are going to go to games, you know, with other park ballers for many years to come. And that's just, that's just awesome. Cause it was something that I kind of wanted to do because I thought it would be fun. And I thought it would be something that fans would enjoy but I, I had no idea it would turn into like this whole borderline, you guys say cult. I think that might be a little aggressive, but I mean, <laughs> it's arguable. It's arguable. Yeah, it, it's great. They're, they're all great. And uh, I know you guys have been in there. So, so you see, you know, just every, everybody for the most part remains positive. And uh, it's, it's an awesome community, really. I think last time I was on a, a stream, it was just all about estrogen or something ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it, it is it is literally like the, the most eclectic group of people I have ever been a part of. It's, it's yeah, about that, the estrogen. I, I will go on record and saying I had no idea what was going on because uh, until I saw the chat and everybody was talking about 
estrogen and it turned out there was like a group of five or six people who were just attacking this group of two people rightfully so maybe maybe not i'm not fully aware of the back context <laughs> but i will i will say it was interesting to mediate through that so uh <laughs> yeah we we accept everybody here in the park ballers chat 100 percent. but it is it is funny to see kind of how things turn a little bit and when i'm multitasking trying to you know watch the game comment on the game and uh just kind of see everything else that's going on Sometimes I'm a little taken aback seeing what's going on in the chat. So the Reds are making a playoff push. The Miami Dolphins have started their season for you. So what should we expect to see content-wise out of Ryan here over the course of the next several months? Well, okay. So obviously right now I'm, I'm completely focused in on uh, finishing here the Red season. Uh, I fully expect them to make the playoffs, so I'm definitely going to be looking forward to not only being at some of the playoff games, but also streaming the ones that I'm not able to make. So fully expect me to be focused here on the Reds. Um, I do not know if I'm going to be doing uh, Dolphin streams um, just because I'm not really connected here with like the, the, the football community, like the, the Dolphins community per se. Um, I will probably uh, do more uh, video game related content because I don't know if you guys know, but I do love spending a lot of time playing video games. Uh, I know my girlfriend's kind of upset about that, but uh, <laughs> since I have my Twitch set up, uh, I do have a lot of requests for different things that I could do. Um, I mean, basically the reason why I kind of started this was uh, mainly just to try to connect with a whole lot of people, uh, you know, try to make it something fun that I enjoy. So uh there will always be sports related content specifically because of my background and knowledge because of it. So the baseball streams will continue. Um, I don't want to say no on the football streams, but I'm such a huge dolphins fan. So we'll kind of see how that goes. Uh, I was trying to stream the, the, the Bengals and dolphins game. Uh, but, but I kind of had family things going on in that time. So I wasn't able to do it. Um, but I guess as far as what to expect, I guess you'll just have to see because right. we're still working on it. But uh, absolutely, I, I'm telling you guys, streaming to me is so fun. It is absolutely so fun just to be able to be on stream, be with a whole bunch of people uh, who generally have good vibes. And uh, I, I guess just trying to see where that goes. So um I don't really want to kind of cornhole myself into something very specific because I feel like the ability, like my strengths are the, are to be able to connect through to people with, you know, a whole bunch of different kinds of topics, whether that be sports and you guys have been in there. We're not only talking about sports. I mean, no. yeah, you guys, we know. you guys, no. you guys, bring, you guys yeah. bring up estrogen, but that's not <laughs> <Yeah>. other. <laughs> it's also feet. That group chat, that group chat, I think has touched every topic. If the known to man going on in there and trying and, to get in and scroll back at any point and is... and, and and every topic known to women yeah, cr no, correct fair <laughs> enough it's unbelievable well we do want to thank you for hopping on with us it's been a pleasure getting to know you um just kind of through what it is that you're doing and then also um through just you know personal stuff but uh ed do you like it Oh no! This is the one we're giving away. This is only. <laughs> this is a. This is an XL, so it's not fitting in this one. 
Okay. Okay. They they do run a little small. I will be honest. The they the large do. is getting a little tight on me. They do run so, a little yeah. small. I'm I'm sure it's just the shirt. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it, it's it's the nine and a half conies. If, if oh, I get if man. I get COVID again, I might be able to fit in it. That's right. But uh, we'll have to get you on here soon uh, to recap the end of the season whenever that day does come uh, with the Reds, and then uh, whatever playoffs do indeed happen, as I think we're all hoping for the best there. So, um, but thank you for making the time for us tonight. We appreciate it. We love you. And uh, we'll talk soon. A hundred episodes, man. Let me get a big smile from you, Aaron. I mean, hundred episodes is a big deal. (laughs) That's a big deal, man. That's awesome. Dude, that's freaking awesome, man. For real. That's awesome. I'm I'm happy you guys made time for me and uh go Reds, man. I'm I feel like I'm the only positive one left here on Twitter. Uh <laughs> I I I I'm self-dubbed myself the the director of vibes. So uh I'm doing my best to keep everybody in high spirits. And uh I mean if you guys to, just to close out, I mean if you guys this has been a rough what six straight series that we've lost. And yeah. when we when we began this stretch, we were what two games up on the Padres, and now we're what a half game lead in the wild card. So you could argue that this stretch is exactly when we needed it to happen. So all it takes is just you know I think David Bell said it in the locker room today that he feels the turnaround is coming, and uh, the team has always responded. They've always shown the ability to turn around. So once that does happen, which I promise you it is happening. If we're in the position that we are in now, everything's going to be completely fine. So I, I don't don't know if I'm overly optimistic. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe that's just my former baseball player talking. But uh, I think we're good here, you guys. I think we're good. Good vibes only, the way you like to always say it. So Good vibes only, Jim Day. <laughs> Jim Day with Jim Day. Jim Day. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ryan. Well, we appreciate right, it. Of course. Have a good one. Of course. Have a good one. Have a good show. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. All right. That was a friend of the show, Ryan Castellanos. I don't know if I actually mentioned his name before he joined us. So (laughs) that's because I was just so excited. Ryan gets on, he jumps in, and it's like 100 miles an hour. (laughs) Let's go. So we got Taryn waiting. Taryn Taryn Bland, friend of the show. Taryn, what's happening? What's going on, fellas? Well, no, you, uh, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Well, we we hit a hundred episodes, and we were bringing back all previous yes, guests that we could. So uh, congrats, we did want to have congrats, congrats, thank you. appreciate it, thank you. So I wanted to start out by asking you, what happened with your Vikings, man? Look, I had a feeling that's why that's why you guys planned this a hundred episodes. <laughs> right after they beat the Vikings. <laughs> all planned out to bring me on, to bring me on and humiliate me after I called my shot uh, about a month ago. Yeah, but no, I mean it was it was a good game. Uh, I was down there. I was glad we tried to come. We we did we did come back. Glad we made it a game out of because like that's gonna pull away from us. What so. are your thoughts on the overtime fumble? I just think the with the. Whatever the call on the field was, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, it wasn't really no clear video evidence. You could really 
I was down there. I couldn't tell on, on the video trying if it was a fumble or not. Then I went back, looked at home, looked at it. You really couldn't tell. So, I mean, they made the call in the field. There was no clear evidence to overturn it. So, it was, I mean, I guess it was the right call. But that's why I don't feel as bad. That's why I don't feel as bad because it's not like, like we got like, even yeah, you guys won, but it's not like, you guys like destroyed. It's like in previous past when we came to Cincinnati. So you you won, but you didn't really win. <laughs> but you won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Make make make, make sure uh, you, you write down a, a a thank you letter. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll be sure to do that. <laughs> um, so so we had your your uh, co cohort in crime, if you will. Uh, Chad joined us earlier. And then uh, Mo's still slated to, to hop on with us later tonight. So wh what's it like working with these guys on a day-in and day-out basis with all the pandemonium that has been Cincinnati sports here of late with, like, the Big 12, with the Reds, with this crazy playoff push? Is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen with the Bengals? And what's going on with that? Like, it seems that there is not a dull day here in Cincinnati, and I don't know that every fan base can actually say that right now. Uh, yeah, this is, I mean – it's definitely a good time to be to be here in the city with everything that's going on. I mean, you got to say we got the, the Reds fighting for a playoff spot. Bengals just underway to one and zero. UC moved to the Big Twelve and being uh, starting the season highest ranked in program history. It's definitely a good time to be a Cincinnati sports fan, and uh, uh, definitely a lot better than it was compared to a year ago when we were scratching and clawing, trying to get to some sports. You know, with the whole pandemic and everything. So uh, definitely, definitely a huge difference what a year makes for sure. That's for sure. All right, Ed, now is your opportunity to ask any WWE questions of Taryn that you have because I know you were upset that you weren't here when we had Taryn on last time. I didn't know I was going to get a chance to do this, so I didn't write it. I, let's just real quick, let's, just, let's talk about what happened last, what was it, Thursday night? Or was it Wednesday night when they were down at Fifth Third? Oh, last Wednesday night. Wednesday and that, night. And I know this is AEW. I know it's not WWF. I'm I'm getting I'm trying to get back into wrestling. I haven't watched it in a while. But who was this jabroni with the scarf out here just like putting down Skyline Chili? Like what's up with that guy? Like he first he hated on the Reds and he hated on Skyline <laughs> Chili. And then he's yelling at, at Brian Pillman's family. Like, who is this jabroni? Oh man, uh you talk about uh MJS. Yeah, uh, that guy. Oh no! Oh no! It's frozen. He, he is. Uh, I would easily say the top heel uh, in 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 the, in the wrestling business. He is definitely cut from the old school cloth. Where about um, he will not break character no matter where he's at. So he's he's gonna always be that asshole no matter if he's on TV, off TV, whatever. So, so and, and that, that, that's why I like him. He's definitely worked his way up from AEW being the top being the top heel. Um, but yeah, the guy the guy knows how to draw heat and he drew a lot of heat out I, I was actually uh, afraid for his safety because um <laughs> uh, fans uh pretty crazy I, I, when he said he was hoping somebody hopped the barricade i was looking like, like um i might be careful what you ask for because it, it might happen <laughs> i did i did tweet that i would be the person to hop, hop the barricade i did tweet that yeah i think that's why I, well i don't like him but i think that's why i enjoyed the show is because i remember the old school you know 90s late early 2000s you know wwf when it was you had the heels the attitude and era. The attitude era, yes. 
And that's the kind of stuff that I loved. So I, next time you're on, I'll have a whole bunch of other questions for you. Ed, what, what wrestler is it? Oh, what no, wrestler no, is it no that you're the doppelganger no of, Ed? <laughs> oh, uh, Kevin Owens. And now and, you can't unsee that, Taryn. You're welcome. <laughs> Yo, my God. <laughs> when he won the championship, I got my Facebook blew up, my Twitter blew up. My family's just like, hey, my, my cousin's on TV. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm at home. But <laughs> And then I did, buy his, right. I did buy his figurine. It's hanging up on the wall over here because I never thought I'd have an action figure made of myself. So that's as close as I'm going to get. So. Right, there you go. There you go. <laughs> we'll go ahead and let you get out of here, Taryn. But thank you for joining us again. Uh, we, we we just wanted to do something special, so we we do appreciate you taking time out of your night and making it for us. So thank you, sir. Uh, no problem. No problem, guys. And once again, congrats on 100 episodes. And I know I know how hard it is yeah. to, to get there. I'm sure, it's a grind. So congrats. For sure. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. All right, and that was Taron Bland. He is a producer for uh, 700 and, and works with those guys down there at 700, 1530, all that. I'm really, I'm really not impressed with myself because I did not pre prepare any questions for that. <laughs> I could have right, had well, we got Stone Cold Steve Austin questions. I could have had The Rock questions. Like, who is better, The Rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin? I think the answer is probably The Undertaker, but I don't know. That wasn't even an... Uh option that you put out there i Ed know is... that's the problem wow we got another friend of the show though waiting in the wings uh -oh. yes we do brandon kunkel what's happening uh, what's up guys what's going on congratulations first and foremost a little 100 proof bourbon for your 100th oh, episode dang, get oh. did you see on twitter it. the gift that clay got us cheers no i did not we have personalized Knob Creek bottles. This is Knob Creek, nine-year, 100-proof. What a oh. coincidence. Odd. Yes. Congratulations, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you. So Brandon's been on a couple episodes. Um, he helped us get through some of the growing stages. And uh, I think you came on at one point to talk about Brown's coverage i literally i went back on um episode number 28 november 21st 2018 was damn near three years ago and our episode is called technical difficulties um, <laughs> that's because so the computer kept shutting down and i retweeted the stream for tonight and obviously the the most echoed sentiments of uh ptp podcast for the first year was be better ed and so that was my hashtag <laughs> um, be better ed it's fair but uh but yeah surprisingly it's, it's, that hasn't changed that's right changed much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's why that's that's why watch like jeff's around now so you can kind of help clean up the mess while ed's in the background doing all the producer stuff so so i told you that when i was gonna let you on here i'd let you talk about what you want to talk about but before we get to that i did want to bring up the reds as you are wearing the reds hat you've been keeping track of this playoff push. Do you think, because right now I, we had Ryan Castellanos on. I think you got to see him while you were waiting in the wings. And he thinks that the Reds are going to make it. We had Clay on earlier, and he thinks that St. Louis is going to actually steal this spot from us. So what are, what are your thoughts with what the Reds are going to do? Yeah, first of all, you didn't tell me I was following the Bengals captain, the Bengalorian, and Ryan Castellanos, the three of your most followed uh, 
most followed guests you've had. And it's big shoes to, to fill in behind. But yeah, man, it's it's funny. I uh, weighed Miley on the mound tonight. It's like, all right, cool. You know, things are going to be great. You know, we are facing a lefty, you know, hopes up and then uh, gave up a six spot. I actually was eating dinner and uh, was able to watch that that fifth inning was fourth or fifth. We put up a four or five spot. Um, it's, it's so, it's such an emotional, uh, grind this, you know, playoff push is because we haven't really been a part of it last year. Yes. We, you know, it wasn't much of a playoff push. I wouldn't say we kind of just slid in and got that spot, but normally it's pretty easy to write off the reds, you know, April, May, but you know, they kept us into it all year long and it's been so back and forth. And if we could just win on the damn road and starting the second half with uh, one of the easiest schedules there is like good teams got to beat the teams that they're supposed to beat to put themselves in position. And we haven't been able to do that. The Reds have not been able to do that. Thankfully Padres have been slipping quite a bit. Um, Dodgers weren't playing great, etc. cetera. Um, and of course, yeah, St. Louis catches fire and then we've got two or three series that they gain some ground on us. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of, what I've tried to do is I've tried to not get too hopeful and just and take, <laughs> and take it game by game. You know, we got our last home home stretch uh, home series is coming up this weekend, Dodgers and then Pirates. And I think we got one more series after that. But um, it, it's a big stretch of games and it's crazy. That it's in the middle of September and we're still in it. That's the most important thing. And so I think that if they can, again, beat the teams that they need to beat, a la the Pirates, which they didn't do tonight, um, you know, they put themselves in position. So I, I think it'll be big, um, big homestand really. I think it was last night we were alone in the second spot. I'm not sure how things will shake yeah, down. We, after. we were a half game up, uh, and the Mets actually just tied the Cardinals in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, so it, that's a four, four game right now. And if the scores hold and let's say the Padres lose tonight, uh, then we come out tomorrow, still a half game up. In, okay. in the standings, so yeah. So I mean, yeah, we we gotta we gotta win ball games. That's the most important thing. And you know, you gotta you gotta win you gotta win ball games. And when you got you know Castillo who finally came around, um, Wade Miley's been lights out. Sonny Gray's kind of been hit and miss. A uh, lot of depth on on the bench and in the field. But you know, we gotta get quality starts out of those guys and hold our breath when the bullpen comes in. But which boils down to beating just beating the teams that we need to beat. And I think there's opportunities to do so in the next week or so. Well, speaking of teams that need to be beaten or, or beating the teams that you need to beat, I guess, um, the Cincinnati Bearcats are the number one team in Ohio right now. And the Ohio State Buckeyes are the number two team in Ohio right now. But I told you I'd let you talk about the things that you want to talk about. And even in the power rankings, oddly enough, the uh, the Browns are somehow ahead of the Bengals in the uh, ESPN power rankings, even with one loss, which I, I think I counted it. There were about um, six or seven teams with one loss still ahead of the Bengals in the uh, in the one loss category, but still ahead of them in the power rankings. So say what you want about the Ohio State Buckeyes and about your Brownies. Real quick for those who are interested in that sort of thing, but listen to us for the other stuff. Well, I know you, and I know you guys aren't really, you know, don't dabble in, in much about the the better teams in the state. But uh, <laughs> number one team in the state or highest ranked team, however you want to put it, so so be it. But no, I mean, and the thing is, I I don't hate, 
I don't hate the Bengals like I hate the Steelers. You know, I don't root for the Bengals all the time. I did root for the Bengals versus the uh, versus the Vikings this weekend, and I typically will be rooting for Burrow to come back and stay healthy and all that stuff. Um, you know, the 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 Bearcats have a a great football team. Um, you know, to say that the number one team in Ohio maybe a stretch right now, we have to settle down the field, but uh, highest ranked. Uh, I can't say that's that's untrue. So. Um, Buckeyes, man, they, you know, they were poised to, to have some questions this year, but, uh, came out and played a pretty good ball game and made great halftime adjustments against Minnesota, uh, really did what we expected them to do in the long run. Um, wasn't quite the case against Oregon. Um, just really no halftime adjustments were made, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, give Oregon all the credit in the world. They had a hell of a game plan going into that game and, um, I feel like they kicked our butts, even though we only lost by a touchdown. Um, it's an ugly game. It was, and it was one of those things that just, you know, our linebackers are non-existent. You know, we got some young guys in the secondary that are that are playing lights out, and we got some older guys in the secondary that are banged up. And so, um, you know, not to harp on, you know, and bore your your fan base, but uh, <laughs> I do think, you know, I do think it, it, it's something that, you know, I, I'm not, I'm never going to say UC's little brother and all that BS that people do, you know, I'm more for, you know, I like to root for Ohio teams. I like to see everybody be good. And it's to have two, you know, two, the two biggest programs in the state be ranked in the top 10 was a big year, the big, big thing, big thing this year. And who's not to say that something weird couldn't happen and some people could lose and we could all win out. And, you know, that would be some awesome matchup between UC and Ohio state and the CFP somehow. But, uh, but yeah, as far as the Browns go, um, it was a great football game. It really was. I, I told a lot of people, and I even told you, I, I think we could shock the world. And you yeah. know, you said, well, is it really shocking the world if people think the Browns are that good? And I was like, well, I just don't think a lot of people give the Browns a chance to win that game. And uh, they had a chance to win that game. Sure a did. Few, a few chances, as a matter of fact. But uh, it was sloppy at times. The drop punt was atrocious it's unexcusable um and i do think baker was trying to throw that ball away at the end but ultimately it's the chiefs it's patrick mahomes like down 14 with five minutes left you can't rule out the chiefs right yeah, like never never down yeah they're down 21 with two minutes left you <laughs> <laughs> so um but yeah it's gonna be a great year and, and and the one thing that i can again speak to is not hating on you know the Bengals and stuff is I like to see all of the AFC North be good, except for the Steelers, because, you know, F the Steelers. But, um, and obviously being a Browns fan, you don't have much love for the, the Ravens either. But the better the division is, the better the football is. And the Browns have been a doormat for a long time, and the Bengals have had their, you know, at least competitive within the division, uh, not winning a playoff game, but competitive within the division for, for some years. So it's it's fun football to watch. That's the most important thing. You know, nobody wants to – invest all their time and energy on Saturdays or Sundays, uh, you know, to sit in front of the TV all day, like I do drinking beers, watching football nonstop and watch crappy football. They want to see competitive football games that are entertaining kind of, you know, regardless of the outcome, obviously we all want our teams to win. But. I did enjoy watching the Ravens lose the way that they lost though. So that was, <laughs> I went to bed last night. I admittedly, <laughs> this is it is past my bedtime. I am uh, I am about a ten thirty bedtime guy, and I I had it on, and I was like, man, this is kind of kind of boring. 
you know, it's basically Lamar is trying to run and Derek Carr is trying to throw it to Waller. Like, this is kind of predictable. And so I turned it off and I woke up this morning like, oh, first <laughs> Monday night football game of the year. Great game. Great ending to what was a great week of games. And I had to catch up on Sports Center. So, no, nah, nuts. <laughs> Apparently, the Eli and, um, Peyton. Peyton thing was a hit. Like, did did you watch any of it? No, I saved a bunch of clips though, so I could check it out. Okay, it was pretty entertaining. I mean, they're both great football minds, and Peyton. I could listen. It could just yeah. be Peyton Manning yeah. alone, like this, going you know doing the broadcast, and it would be spectacular television. But uh, they kind of chopped it up a little bit and made it fun. But they're just so smart, and uh, and the one funny thing I heard some other guys talking on the radio today about. Every time there was a penalty, you just saw like Eli just cringe, and you can tell that <laughs> bugged the shit out of him. So, um, but that was cool, and you know, and they're doing these kids telecasts now. They did it a little bit with the Little League World Series, and they've done it with some football and stuff like that. Like bringing a different perspective to different audiences just to draw them in and stuff like that makes it entertaining, and it also gives you a break from some of the dryness. Like I don't want to sit around and listen to Chris Collinsworth on Sunday night. I want to turn, I want to mute the TV yep. and sit in silence. And as Bengals out, fans, we still feel the same way. Pull, yeah. pull out my nose hairs and shotgun beers before I listen to that guy. But um, you know, it, it, it's one of those things that does bring a little different to the table, and it makes it fun too. And it, it, it's entertainment factor. You mean you you watching the first? Chris Collinsworth like slide in of the year doesn't uh no. doesn't get you going. No. no, it makes me cringe, and that's like the last thing that I look forward to in a football season. So um, I'm sure you guys. Oh, are here's a guy. <laughs> Great oh. follow on Twitter. He was added to Barstool. Joey uh, Joey Molinaro. Molinaro, yeah. yeah. His yeah. his Collinsworth is. It is more entertaining than the real Collinsworth, but he he's got the slot, the exaggerated slide, and it's uh, God, it's awful. But um, I after Carrie Underwood sings the intro, I usually mute the TV on Sunday Night Football. Fair, it's fair, it's very fair. Well, we do want to thank you for making the time for us tonight. I know it is about twenty minutes past your bedtime, so we'll let you finish your little uh, nightcap nightcap and and head to bed but thank you for all of your support through all of this i know there's been plenty of times where i've leaned into you for ideas and for what to do different and what we're doing right and all of that and uh, it's it's meant a lot over the years and we're happy that you were able to be a part of this tonight so hey well keep doing big things man i mean you guys aren't the the number three rated uh cincinnati sports coverage and since all of cincinnati for no reason so keep up the hard work Ed even made himself a little trophy on No, his wife did. My wife did that for me. Okay, it actually means something. Right? It's not a participation trophy that you made for yourself. I would have, though. I would have. That's what I did. I saw your comment. You guys started talking about 3D printers, and I about turned off the stream for a second. That's a good point. Unreal. But yeah, keep it up, guys. Go Reds, go Bearcats, go Bengals, go Buckeyes, go Browns, go Cowboys. See you, bud. See you. Thanks again. Appreciate it. All right. So, Ed, our next guest is on in 10. Um, Do we have one of the clips? I think both the clips are under 10. But if you wanted to play one of the clips right now and uh, 
we'll hit our last guest. Um, but before you do that, and while you're looking for it, I have it. I will. Well, just give me a second here. Okay. I did want to say again that we love the fact that somebody decided to take a chance on us and decided to sponsor tonight's podcast. So um, again, just uh, LFG Cincy is changing the culture of Cincinnati sports, one t-shirt, hat, or hoodie at a time. Follow LFG Cincy on social platforms at LFG Cincy and shop from your phone or tablet at LFGCincy.com. That's LFGCincy.com. So Justin Williams, three-time guest on Pardon the Punctuation. Uh, there's not many who have been, so thank you for all of your time and all of that. But you were back on an episode back September 7th of 2018, November 15th of 2018, and August 21st of 2019. Since then, you've been Ohio's Sports Writer of the Year. There's been a basketball coach, uh, two basketball coach changes, actually. Uh, there's been a total conference change so what has it been like being on the beat since because that was right around the time that you started correct yeah so my my first like official game on the beat was the the 2018 season opener at UCLA uh for the for football and I'd done a little bit of UC writing like that summer but that was kind of like all right I'm, I'm on the beat now um, so, I mean, I know like that's kind of when people credit the, the Luke Fickle era with really starting, but it certainly seems like the Justin Williams beat writing era is what has vaulted this <laughs> program to some, some serious heights. I mean, it's funny though, like, I mean, you know, you're around a lot and, and we've talked about this and, you know, our, our buddy Chad, we say this all the time, like, it's crazy how many things have happened on this, you know, beat football and basketball, just, I guess the school in general for, you know, the past four, I guess three, you know, plus these seasons going on a fourth season now. Um, it, it's crazy. Every time I think like, all right, you know, we're going to slow down and have a normal off season you get a coaching change or an, a new athletic director or another coaching change or, you know, whatever conference change, you know, throwing a pandemic in there just to kind of keep it spicy. <laughs> uh, so it has been nonstop, which is good. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's good to have stuff to write about. It's, it's certainly been fun to cover. And for the most part, you know, I guess last basketball season, maybe aside, the team's been really good too, football and basketball. So yes, there's been like a lot going on, but for the most part that you've been, you know, covering successful teams. And so, uh, those two things together have made it a lot of fun. So it's, I mean, I didn't even think about the fact that that was about the same time that Luke Fickle was coming in too. So that's, just absolutely insane what you've seen in your time like some people writing on a beat never see half this action the whole time they're there like no, i don't know it's, if, it's totally true even some of the other schools in the aac like can you imagine covering like i don't know an ecu or a temple and being like oh ho hum um, this has been absolutely wild no, it's been great. Yeah. So I'm, you know, the one kind of downer Luke Fickle season. I, I, I wasn't there for that. Um, which again was, was fine. It's, it's great to come <laughs> in and have an, ele an unexpected 11 win season to cover sure. your first year, but no, you're, it's, you know, I got a new editor at some point. Um, like when we did some change at the company, uh, the past, I guess, like sometime last off season. And I, I kind of warned him like, 
and my last editor told him too, like, hey, there's, you know, I know it's it's Cincinnati, but there's some crazy stuff that happens on this beat. Just be prepared. And like, it's only been crazier since then. So I think he was kind of like, wow, you guys weren't lying. Um, no, it's it's great to be able to kind of experience everything that that I've gotten to experience. And honestly, you know, what's made it fun is it's a really a huge great time for Bearcats fans because as much fun as it's been to cover like to to be someone who has if you're a fan that's followed all of this for you know your whole life and, and been invested whether football or basketball like the conference change especially last week that that was just a huge moment for for the fan base so that's been a lot of fun now as I understand it we were one of the first places that you had been I know like some other people caught wind that you'd started doing podcasts once we had you on but um, we were one of the first ones to, to get you, if not the first podcast to get you. Um, so, and now, now you're, you're taking credit. I, I mean, was taking credit for the Luke Fickle era. And now you're <laughs> going to take credit for, for that from you. So, well, right, I was, was going to say, I mean, now you're on the radio all over the place. You've had quite the glow up <laughs> since starting. You know, I mean, it's just you are Justin Williams. And anybody who knows UC Athletics now associates you with UC Athletics. Well, that's very kind of you. Um, I'm, I'm happy to give you guys as much credit uh as you want for, for for launching that uh it's it's been great i'm i'm very humbled and very blessed um it's i think sometimes too big of a deal gets gets made out of some of it it's I, i'm just writing about sports here but um it's it's been fun and the fan base investing in the program and like you know through that the people who cover the program ha- has been awesome i would agree and i have gone through quite the transition since I first started since we got to know each other on the first episode that you were on to where now I get to call you a friend and associate there on the sidelines and it's been uh, quite the wild ride for myself as well so you're just you were just a random podcast host back then I was now, now you're now you're podcast mogul BCJ contributor everything it's it's been a wild ride for myself and you know just <laughs> I I I don't know that Chad can even get enough people covering with everything going on. So it's just, it's absolutely crazy, but we did want to bring you back on for episode 100. So again, thank you for your time. We do appreciate it. And uh, we'll have to do something again real soon here after we get past this hundredth episode and maybe after things calm down, if they ever do with uh, UC athletics. If, if it happens, I'm looking forward to it, but yeah, definitely. Well, anytime you need me. I appreciate you, bud. Thanks, Aaron. Why are you hating? Who's hating? I hate. I just thought there was like a bromance that was happening right there all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> just, you know, well, you know, we just got to know you from when I was a little <laughs> podcast guy. And now I'm in the booth with you. You know, when you no, come up to up the up booth, because you like to go out to the floor. On the oh, I take that back. He is in the booth. He sits in the row behind me. Do you get him waters and and sodas and do you, do you when you get in the booth do you save all the Mountain Dews for him like no man like hey buddy I, I got you one to each their own up there man it's it's a dog eat dog world up there right, you don't man. even know I don't know um side note real quick mm-hmm. the Mets and the Cardinals are now in the bottom of the tenth it's still tied. I'll have you know who pitched for the Mets to shut the Cardinals down. Javier Baez. In the top of the 10th. No, Javier Baez tied it up with a home run in the 9th. Keith Hembree. 
just pitch for the Mets and shut down the Cardinals in the top of the 10th to give the Mets a chance to walk this thing off. Look at that. He's still helping us. Good old Heath. Thanks, Heath buddy. Embry. Dude, I just... Uh, I, may, maybe there's maybe there's a chance yet that this could, this could what's, really... What's, what's, what's the pitcher that, that the Yankees just let go today? That Salamano. Yeah, I'm just waiting for him to land somewhere that helps us out to, to well, make he, the he playoff. He, he already did. when he Because at one point, he went to um, Milwaukee for a minute. And he, yeah. gave up, he gave up a walk-off, like a walk-off home run or something, uh, somewhere along the line that moved the Reds up the, up the, uh, the totem pole there. Well, it's been a, a, quite an episode tonight, guys. I know we still have you know, one more guest. And you'll have to let me know when he when he pops in. Um, but 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 what a ride it's been to just get all these faces back and, yeah, and doing mean, it up again. For me, for me, you know, like some of these faces are ones That's that I, I'm kind of seeing on the on the podcast uh, side of things uh, for the first time because you, know, you guys really started this whole thing. It's like my I don't know episode like. 30 or 40 or something like that um yeah you guys really carried the torch to start this whole thing off that's why uh, at the beginning of the, the whole thing you're like hey it's the the pardon the punctuation ed and aaron i don't know and it's like a, there's another clip in there somewhere and i don't know if it's part of that where like ed's like that's it's a pretty cool name though right like it's a good name it's a good name though right isn't it aaron and you're like <laughs> Pardon the, pardon the punctuation, you know, and like really, and, and for me, you know, going back and like, like I said, I was like speed listening to a lot of these, like, yeah. things. like I was like kind of bits and pieces and you could really tell like, you know, how things have grown, evolved, evolved. as you said at the beginning of the, the episode, it's, and it, it's been fun and I'm eternally grateful for being invited to be a part of it and, and grouped in with you guys to have all the the silly fun that we have on a Tuesday night here and there and get to talk about, you know, Cincinnati sports, which is always a good thing. And pandemic be damned. We've, uh, we've gotten some great guests since I've been on, uh, add to the all-star list of guests you guys had before that. Sean Casey. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Ed's throwing up cheese conies for (laughs) Sean Casey. And (laughs) that was, I mean, I wasn't on then. I was just a you know a guest on a on a roundtable before that, and then we got to try and cheer Ed on and give him give him tips as to how to eat conies, which he didn't follow at all. And uh, then, he had audio then, issues. Then, he was then, using then, a fork and knife. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Go back no, and watch it. I like, never used a fork and knife. I mean, the the cinematic quality, <laughs> the cinematic quality Ed put together of like. The, the video where he's like, like he's got this camera set up and like this one down here and like you see him like lifting it up and you can see and I know I said it like feet on his having, face, but he, he's like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and I think I think it was Aaron's like, you got to do it, Ed. Like it's for the mayor. And he's like, I mean, how long was it? How, how long was Skyline ruined for you after that, Ed? good three weeks oh, that's it? <laughs> yeah it wasn't long at all i don't think you can ruin skyline 
I mean, they, you know, from all the, the, you know, we've had some, we've had some fairly serious topics on that we've talked about and discussed. We've had some fun times, some not so fun times. Now we're in the middle of a lot of fun times with our, you know, the Cincinnati sports that are going on. And like, uh, I forget who it was already that was on here. It was like, how do you, oh, it was Arm. Yeah, Arm. It was like, how do you, how do you, how do you try and split the time between, you know, all, all these sports having great seasons between the, the Bearcats football team. Um, obviously, that ended not the way we wanted to last year, but has clearly swung into into something much better. And, you know, I think we would be silly to think that, you know, the football and, and then really more the basketball legacy, but football has, right. is really what, you know, drove this forward. Um, the think about the all the things that they came together for UC to keep pressing on after they were left out the last time. Um, you know, there's not a lot of teams that continue to invest and build up everything that they've got, uh, in hopes that another round of expansion comes up that they're going to be ready for it this time. Uh, and not trying to piece things together, but we do have another guest. That just all right. In. Well, let's bring him in. It is. The one and only Mo Egger. Mo, welcome to the show. This is episode 100, and you're making hey, time for congratulations. us. Congratulations. Wow, this is big. How many podcasts get to 100 episodes? I can't imagine there's a ton. Uh, I mean, because there's a lot of people, they start at, hey, I'm going to have a podcast, I'm going to do this, and they do like three episodes, and it's like, nah, we're not going to do that. So, And by the way, that would be me. So congratulations <laughs> on on hitting 100. Well, we Thanks, appreciate bro. it, sir. Uh, it is a little late, but better late than never as you're getting to uh, cap off the night here with us. Wow. Um, we, we did have uh, some, some of your coworkers <laughs> in uh, Chad Brendel and, uh, and Taryn. Taryn Bland joined us. Well, now that's big. I mean, now you really don't need me. I could just <laughs> sign off and go enjoy the evening. Well, it looks like your setup grew a little bit for working from home since uh, we last had you on. Uh, yeah, a little, we've, yeah, we have more, more shit. I mean, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's nice. It's not bad. Well, I, I just meant the mic, the mic. Oh, no, the mic. So, uh, it's funny. <clears throat> this is the, uh, this is the microphone that I stole from the, uh, studio. When I started working at the radio station is so long ago, uh, we moved in 2004 from Mount Adams to Kenwood. And I was the last person in Mount Adams. We, we, we switched in the middle of a Reds game. And this is before I was on the air. It literally. So because they, they, they're like, all right, the easiest thing to do is to switch while the Reds are playing on the road. So I am back in the, the studio in Mount Adams running the game. And then at a certain point, the phone rings and they go, okay, you no longer have control of the radio station. You're pretty much free to go. And so I spent the afternoon pillaging that uh, facility for pretty much anything that I could find. And uh, this microphone ended up being uh, useful and nothing else really did. So here we are. Fair enough. That's awesome. <laughs> so we are, we're getting to witness some big things here in Cincinnati as your beloved Bearcats are now part of the big 12. Mm -hmm. And that's been you know, in the work since 2016, I'm sure you've talked about it till you're <clears throat> damn near blue in the face here over the last week, but at the same time as a fan, I can't imagine it gets old either. 
No, because it's fun and there's there's nothing but upside, right? There's it's it's fun to talk about because this is one of those that includes zero downside, right? When you're talking about a game or a trade or a free agent signing or, or pretty much anything else, there's always well, it could go poorly. UC's membership in the Big 12 is not going to go poorly. That, that doesn't mean they're they're going to have winning teams or they're going to be immune uh, from uh, poor seasons, but there's no downside to moving to the Big 12. There's no downside to leaving the American Athletic Conference. Th- this is great for the university. It's it's great for UC Athletics. It's great for coaches. And it's great for fans. I mean, for f- from every conceivable level, from the bowl games you can go to. I was at that Birmingham Bowl. Uh, I Oof. thought I was in Beirut. I, I, I wasn't sure where we were. Uh, I, first of all, I was stunned that building still exists Legion field. Cause I was there in 2007. I thought, well, the, the wrecking ball is going to hit this place and, and miraculously it's still there. Um, it, it is nothing against the fine folks in Birmingham, but, but I mean, who wants to go there on January 2nd? Um, and so from a bowl affiliation standpoint to destinations that fans want to go to, to programs that people want to see here in person, to the national cachet, and then to you know all the mechanical stuff about they're they're gonna they're gonna get more money from this and more prestige. It's just it's so good for all parties involved. And the really exciting thing is this is occurring during a time in which um, the, the programs are doing really well. Obviously, basketball. West Miller's got to get it going again. But you know, go back to 2016 as we were talking that summer about well. Is the Big 12 going to expand? If so, is is it going to include Cincinnati? You know, at, simultaneously, we were talking about, well, somebody's got to fix this football program. They were going into what ended up being Tommy Tuberville's last year, and he kind of felt like, God, if they do join the Big 12, this football program is going to have some catching up to do. That doesn't seem to be the case right now. I think the fun thing about this is this is being carried on the shoulders of football, and the basketball league has a chance to be insanely good. And to give Wes Miller a two, I'm guessing a two, maybe a three-year run-up, which, you know, the, the last time they were kind of going through program rebuilding, Mick gets the job and it's like, yeah, go play Georgetown and Louisville and Syracuse and Villanova and all these schools. And and now you get kind of the soft landing of two more years, I think, in the American Athletic Conference. And then, all right, fine, the objective is hit the ground running in the A's in the, uh, in the Big 12. And so – and I think that can happen. So I, I – I think it's a really fun and interesting time, and uh, I'm excited. I know everybody else is too. I, I haven't met anybody who's like, "Man, I'm I'm gonna miss playing ECU." God, I, <laughs> I was really enjoying those trips to Tulsa. So uh, I can't find anybody who thinks there's any downside to this. I'm we talked about Tulsa with Chad earlier, so <laughs> yeah. Well, but, but here's the thing. Now, I love Chad. Okay, Chad's great. Chad doesn't go to Tulsa with us. Okay, I was there in Tulsa. <laughs> Thanksgiving night, 2016. I mean, you talk about just utter misery, right? It's we're in Tulsa. It was it was before Tuberville's last game, which was on a Friday. We all knew he was going to be blown out. Uh, at that point, he hated my guts, so I'm doing everything I can to avoid him. We finally find a tavern that the guy's open. He opens his bar because he wants to get away from his family, but he can't open his kitchen. So Thanksgiving night in Tulsa was my guy Tony Pye driving through Taco Bell and bringing it to this bar in Tulsa that I would never want to go to again. Chad wasn't there for any of that. Chad was you know, smoking pork in his backyard ready to watch that game. So 
Chad's not the guy to talk to about Tulsa, okay? <laughs> I've I've had to go to places like Greenville and and Tulsa and uh, and these 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 outposts in the American Athletic Conference that nobody goes to, nobody wants to be at, nobody goes to the games. So don't talk to him about going to Tulsa. I'm your guy <laughs> when it comes to trying to duck Tommy Tuberville in Tulsa. <laughs> So, so Chad's in the chat saying, I was simply stating the media folks in Tulsa hate me. Yeah, well, they, they do hate because he fights with everybody. I, mean, I, I would hate him too. I mean, Ch Chad, Ch Chad's uh, touch with, with folks in like other towns is not exactly fun and gentle. It's like, well, this guy wrote something, so let's just gang up on him. And I and then I then they get mad at me because then I get these people on the air and they're like, well, you didn't beat the guy up. And I'm like, well, that's that's not how it works. You get the guy on, you have a civil conversation. And at the end of it, uh, it's football. We're, we're not exactly solving the world's problems. Chad's approach is I'm going to shame this person and we're going to berate him. Uh, so no, in Tulsa, they don't like him. I've made friends with the, the media guy in Tulsa last year about who was, you know, pissing and moaning about uh, Tulsa not getting a chance to host the AAC title game. But no, eh, I, I would invite, do we go to Tulsa this year for football? Is that a, is that a roadie where, I know we're going to New Orleans. I'm excited about that. Uh, the day before Halloween in New Orleans. Well, that's not going to suck. No, I will miss that. Uh, but 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 that's neither here nor there. But but yeah, no, Tulsa and we're, we're at ECU this year right after Thanksgiving. There's no good reason to go there. So uh, <laughs> now it, it will involve trips to Provo, which... It looks like uh, Tulsa comes here. Yeah, we, we host Tulsa. Oh, boy. Can't wait. <laughs> so um, we are going to have to go to Provo, Utah occasionally, which is not uh, great, but at least the setting for the game is, is really pretty. So you've been doing these uh, enemies, Internet Enemies of the Week, and you've had, you've had quite a run with some of those here of late. Have you had RJ Young? No, RJ blocked me. Oh, I think you blocked, think blocked, you blocked me too. the entire city. Yeah. Uh, which I don't understand. So, first of all, RJ Young is a great college football writer. I mean, features and columns, I don't always agree, but you know, that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not one of these people watching cable news where I just want to nod along with everything I read. But I, I think he's really good at what he does. I think his podcast, I don't hear it a ton. <clears throat> because if he's going to do 90 minutes on Illinois football, but, but, but I'm familiar with his work and I think he's entertaining and engaging and I think he knows his stuff, but um, he, he popped off on UC. He called him overrated, which, which by the way is, is okay. We're not all supposed to think the same thing, but I'm, 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 I'm always curious. And I always think there's value in getting people on whose opinion kind of defies the consensus, right? Sure. Um, and RJ's opinion of the Bearcats defies the consensus. W what what stood out to me though was the little clip that was tweeted out of his podcast, which is called the Number One Ranked Show. Uh, he um, he 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 said something to the effect of, uh, "Well, he he said, well, they've lost Marcus Freeman, and but they replaced him with Dan Enos." Right. And I'm like. They replaced him with the offensive coordinator at the University of Maryland. I wasn't around for that. Where, <laughs> and then he he said, "Well, and you know, Des Ritter's the kind of guy he, he throws as many interceptions as he does touchdowns." And I'm like, "I know mathematically that's factually inaccurate." He coming into the season, I'd thrown 52 uh, touchdowns and 20 picks, and these things aren't that hard to look up. 
and they're not that hard to fix. You know, once once it's out, go back and recut it. Now, to his credit, he did come out a day or two later, and at the end of one of his podcasts, he said, look, I talked about Cincinnati. I got the Dan Enos thing wrong, and I, I got the, the Desmond Ritter thing wrong, and I wasn't clowning on him because he made a mistake because, I mean, it's me. God, I mean, good God. Uh, if you listen to my show, there's <laughs> – we're, we're lucky I say my name correctly. So, um, but, but, so, but, I, but, but, it, but it bothered me because it's like, all right, I don't, I, don't like, I don't like it when you do something that perpetuates a narrative that's not based on fact. Um, and, and what he was saying was not based on fact. And, and I, I retweeted it, and I, I kind of goofed on, on him a little bit because I believe you know, we're, we're talking about sports here. Goof on yourself. Make fun of yourself. The thing for him to do would have been to lean into his mistake. And instead he blocked me. And I even said, like, why don't you come on the air and talk about how good of a job Danny Enos may or may not do coaching Maryland's offense and UC's defense simultaneously. And if it's me and the kind of person who doesn't take myself or sports that seriously, we could have a good old laugh about that. If it's RJ Young, you block people. And I just don't understand folks who are in the, the public realm where they're going to put out opinions and they're just blocking people for disagreeing with them or taking jabs at them. If you're a genuine asshole, if you're racist, if you're homophobic, I, I have nothing to do with you. But but if you're if you're just mildly annoying or you're just trying to poke a little bit, well, well we're, we we enter the public sphere and you're going to get some of that and you have to accept it. So this guy's unwillingness to do that I, I thought was was disappointing because I believe we could have had a fun conversation. I would have promoted everything that he does. I would have talked about the work that he's done that I think is really good. And I think it would have been entertaining. It would have been 10 minutes of, of entertaining conversation for UC fans. And at the end of it, we would have laughed and said, cool, uh, have a nice life. And instead he blocked me and won't come on. So that's, that's frustrating. I mean, I, I guess you can imagine how frustrated he is being from Tulsa. So. Oh, that's right. He is, he is from Tulsa. Well, you know, maybe I'll come on his podcast and uh, we could talk about my Thanksgiving in Tulsa with uh, Taco <laughs> Bell drive-through. <laughs> so, are the Reds going to make a playoff push here, or, or are they dead to rights? I don't know that you could call it a playoff. I'm watching the Cardinals game as we speak. Uh, still, still tied? Uh, it looks like they... Like my computer froze, of course. It's five. Yeah, five. Yeah, in the in the eleventh inning, um, yeah, you know, I have I have felt confident all along, really until tonight, and and I I don't know that one loss should change how I feel, but it, it just we're getting to the there's no end in sight sort of stage of this offensive downturn, um, and and if you think about it, and I've I've enjoyed this team and and the way it's it's battled all year long, I've I've enjoyed it immensely. Um, but some things have dried up at the wrong time. Um, they were, they were getting by with mirrors in center field, uh, and, and now they're running out, uh, Delino DeShields Jr. And, and guys like that. And Jose Barrero, Jose Bar played center field late in the game tonight. They, at one point they had uh, Eugenio Suarez playing shortstop and Jose Barrero in center field. And I, I thought the game was being played in Scottsdale. Uh, I'm like, that's, that's the kind of thing you do in spring. What are we doing here? Um, so I, I don't know. I don't feel good about it right now because it's just you go, okay, you know, this team was really good offensively for about five months, but they were getting these like bursts of, of production that 
in in reality were probably not sustainable. As good as Joey Votto was, he was never going to, at this stage in his career, probably continue to hit the way he was. Kyle Farmer was ultimately going to turn into a pumpkin offensively. They badly missed Jesse Winker, who uh, who played tonight in Louisville and hopefully is back soon. Um, I'm not counting them out, but I don't feel good about it right now. And it, a lot of it is just losing one game to the Pirates and watching this team against a lefty tonight. Um, and for five innings, they just looked dead in the water and they scored a bunch of runs against uh, right-handed pitchers. And my guess is they still win the majority of these games against against the Pirates. But if this this whole sort of construct here over the last you know third of the season has been, well, wait till they get to the end because they're going to play they're going to play the Pirates a bunch and they're going to take advantage of them. And thus far against bad competition, they haven't taken advantage, and then they lose tonight. Um, you know, we'll see what happens as, as we talk with the uh, the Cardinals and, and the Padres. But it's you're, you're getting to the point where it's like, OK, you know, when, it, when a team struggles to hit early, you know, at some point they're going to come out of it. But the question is, well, by the time they do, how much ground are they going to have to make up? They don't have the benefit of time. You can't sit there and go, well, you know what? In three weeks, this team is going to start hitting. They've got to start hitting now. And if they don't, um, I'm really afraid that somebody whether it be the, the Cardinals, the Padres, the uh, Phillies, and the Mets, one of those teams is 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 going to go on a little bit of a run and win, I don't know, five out of six and and uh, and leapfrog them. And I, I I I didn't think I'd be saying that three weeks ago. Oof, it's been it's been a rough go of it. Um, lastly, the Bengals won a game that we're accustomed to them losing. Yeah, they. I mean, I don't think anybody, when it when it went into overtime, expected them to actually pull out the win in that game. And Jamar Chase turns out can catch the ball, as he had maybe the most productive uh, rookie debut outside of I don't know Evan McPherson. McPherson. So, um, what are your takeaways uh, after seeing one whole game experience for uh, your Cincinnati Bengals? I I think it's it, you can. You can see what they did on Sunday and start to imagine what that might look like when these guys play together more, when they gain experience, as they become more familiar with just playing in the NFL with each other, as Burrow grows into the role, as Jamar Chase grows into the role. As I mean, you could you could really start to imagine what this offense could do, and and that's a lot of fun. It, because it feels it feels limitless. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to go out there on Sunday and hang forty on the Chicago Bears or do that all season long. But I mean, on top of just the Jamar Chase thing, where I, I felt happy for him because I I thought the dude took a little bit of an unfair beating late last week when the whole thing about the smaller ball came up. I, I thought folks ran with that and to a degree took what he said out of context and and ran with a narrative that just wasn't fair to him. So I was. It's hard enough to make your rookie debut in the NFL. It's even harder when you have the, you know, the drop issues that he's had, and that's obviously his fault. But then you become a talking point because people are making fun of the reason you give as to why you're struggling. I felt happy for him that he was able to go out there and and not just have like a, a three catch, twenty six yard game, but be a major reason why they won right. and catch every conceivable type of pass thrown his way. And then you do that, and on top of it, you look at what Joe Mixon was able to do. You look at the chemistry that Joe Burrow and C.J. Uzama have. I think we certainly all believe that uh, T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, uh, Tyler Boyd are going to have a positive impact on this offense. And, and really, you start to think about how are teams going to plan to stop these guys. 
Um, they they weren't perfect. You know, the, the, the pass protection has to get better. They've got to be better against the blitz. I don't think I want to see Samaj P. Ryan try to block anybody ever again. Um, <laughs> Troy Hopkins had a bad game, but but I, I feel like that's that's going to correct itself. There was a lot to really like, and, and this wasn't, you know, it, it feels like in, in season openers we do one of two things. They lose and play well, and we go, oh, boy, they played well. Look, I mean, if they Seahawks. play that, you know. Right, the Seattle game two years ago. Or they eke out a win, and you're like, yeah, I'm not sure that's sustainable. Uh, this wasn't a perfect performance, but it was a pretty good one. And, you know, Zach Taylor made the call on fourth and one to not punt it away. If he does, there's a really good chance that that game never even comes close to going to overtime. I just love mostly everything I saw from the offense, and I loved everything I saw from the defensive line, which wasn't just one or two guys. Everybody, especially at the three technique, everybody that took snaps on defense at that unit was productive. And and so there was a lot I thought to be to be encouraged by. Well, it's been uh it's been quite a ride here already in this uh this month even, just with all of the all the sports now going with UC and the Bengals and the Reds all running full cylinder. And uh it's it should be interesting to see how the red season comes to an end here, how the Bearcats you know, take this opportunity and, and run with it this year as we have Indiana coming up, as we have Notre Dame coming up, and then to see what the Bengals do with, uh, you know, Burrow back healthy and, and all the pieces in place for what looks like you know, a lot of success. So, No, it's it should be a uh, a fun time to be a Cincinnati sports fan. My, my mantra in sports is be good or be interesting. Ideally, you're both. You got to be one or the other. Um, the Bengals are one of the most interesting teams in the NFL right now. I think it's an extraordinarily interesting time to be a fan of UC sports. And, and you know, I think the Reds in many respects are kind of at a bit of a crossroads um, in terms of, of the public's relationship with them, because I think that has to be repaired. And I think it's going to be broken even for, further if, uh, if they don't get to the postseason. But it's not like the cupboard is bare. They've got a pretty good farm system. Um, it, it, it's, it's a really interesting – it's an interesting time, and, and there's – I, I feel like, you know, this run we've been on of just nonstop bad luck, it, it feels like there's at least a decent chance that that'll, that'll end. But I've said that before and it doesn't happen. So, <laughs> Well, we do thank you for making time with us tonight. Who's on episode 101? Because that's who I don't want to be, right? You don't want to be the person <laughs> who like, uh, you know, because I've been on television shows before and uh, watch like the local news and it's sweeps week and they have on uh, all the big time radio people. And then after sweeps week, they're like, oh, come on down, Mo, and be on with us. And you're like, so, you know, you have all these people on episode 100 and then whoever gets the invite for 101, that's that's kind of anticlimactic, if, if you know what I mean. So I haven't I'm looked glad at- I'm not that person. I haven't looked that far ahead to even put everything together. We had enough moving parts here tonight with getting people in and out and transitioning all of that because I think we had what, like, I don't know, eight, ten guests tonight. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of people. So, yeah. Well, uh, whoever uh, the guest on episode 101 is, <clears throat> uh, thank them for me because it's not me because that would be insulting. <laughs> and this big episode 100 extravaganza, and then uh, we had you on the next time. So that's not where you want. Well, again, we do thank you for making the time for us tonight for episode 100. It's been a quite an evening, but well, uh, hopefully there's an episode 200, and uh, you just have me on every 100 shows. That'd be that'd be nice. 
And we'll just cap it off with you as we do a recap of everything Cincinnati right there at the end. Absolutely. Very good. Yeah. And 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 you can get Chad Brendel's Tulsa tips or wherever they're going to go to the Big 12. <laughs> Chad's going to be the guy telling you all about Waco from his couch in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you don't want to have to go to Waco. Well, don't worry, Chad. You never go. It's cool. We're, we're fine. I do think Chad went to the Birmingham Bowl. I think he was at that game. I think he had endured that experience with me. I think he – I, I know he was at the military bowl, uh, which nothing against the U S Naval Academy or the, uh, you know, honoring, uh, folks in the military. That's boy, that's just not a, a, a stadium. I, I ever wish to, to be in again either. So, uh, but I think Chad was at, although that is the stadium where I found out Marvin Lewis had gotten fired. And so there was a little bit of a silver lining. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was toasted myself there, but yeah. Uh, I look forward to getting uh, Chad's thoughts on Manhattan, Kansas, from uh, the comfort of his uh, kitchen and independence. <laughs> I, I I don't know that we can wrap up anything with your appearance better than that. Uh, I'm sure you can, but you have to put in some effort. All right. Well, we love you, Mo. Thank you again for hopping on with us. We appreciate okay, it, guys. Sir. No problem at all. You got it. Thanks, Mo. Thanks, Mo. Yep. All right, so what a wild <laughs> ride this has all been. Um, we we do still have. <laughs> I was gonna say we do still have one more uh, video here to no, drop in. Okay. But it, did you want to say anything about Mo's appearance there before we move to that? Um, <laughs> Hilarious. I, I don't know if there. I, I kind of feel bad. <laughs> I think we need to have Mo and Chad on at the same time. That would but, be. And, Ed, need, Ed, Ed needs to work on some way to make sure that Chad's internet works. That stream, that Streamyard, you know, I don't know, stops blocking chat. Maybe RJ Young runs Streamyard. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. I don't, I don't know. So I feel like if you had Mo and Chad on though at the same time. All we would have to do is sit back. Yeah, we would just sit back. Right. So maybe maybe <laughs> a, a week where we go on after, hey, after Clay comes up and takes us out and we all try to drink our bottles in one go. I feel like we, we should do just... it. Try and do it after the Tulsa game. <laughs> <laughs> after the Tulsa game. <laughs> Two different perspectives. Moe's Mo, like, Mo yeah, and Tulsa. I, again, I had Taco Bell. Thanks. Well, no, he doesn't have to go to Tulsa. It would be it would be next year after the Tulsa game. Oh. Because oh, yeah. Tulsa's, Tulsa's here this year. That's right. That's right. My Tulsa's head hurts from laughing. And then, yeah, that was... <laughs> I feel just, like he had, he had a lot he needed to get off his chest though. He did. He did. He was he was he was certainly fired from the hip. I'm sitting here trying no. to take notes of what I'm going to clip out from that and like you know put as teasers, the whole thing. <laughs> the, whole, the whole thing. The whole thing. <laughs> well, welcome to episode 100. Here's Mo. <laughs> here's All Mo. right. On that note, here's uh here's Brian Fox as he uh he joined me earlier tonight to pre-record. So once again, we have another special guest joining us tonight for our 100th episode. We have Brian Fox, better known as B. Fox. How are you doing tonight? Man, I've never been better. Never been better. I would assume that that is alluding to what's going on with everything surrounding your favorite sports team. Yeah, my, my favorite, all my favorite college players, uh, all my favorite college coaches, um, they're, they're all right there at the University of Cincinnati and 
and it's uh, we're, we're we're walking in high cotton, as they say. It's boom times in Bearcat land. So you joined us not too long ago uh, for the first time on our show. Um, but best again, guest, that, uh, the feedback I got from that best guest you've ever had. That's just what I've heard. I, I mean, right now, it's kind of inarguable. I don't know that anyone has said anything contrary to. So, <laughs> well, that makes it so that makes that, it so until someone takes you off that hill. I, I guess that's where we are. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. And that's I think that's where I rightfully belong. So you take. You, you cover the Bearcats in a very different way than maybe your traditional media. So what has it been like this season in the way that you cover the Bearcats? And what have you seen thus far that we should all be excited about? Well, um, I don't know if you've heard. We, we've accepted our invitation to the Big 12 prom. And uh, we might end up winning prom queen or king uh, in that conference. So that's pretty exciting. Um, coach Luke continues to, to do coach Luke, um, just being handsome on the sidelines, winning games, getting everybody excited, um, you know, selling out at Nippert stadium. Um, uh, you've got Des a senior year. He's a Heisman candidate. Um, his, as he, uh, fares the next two games, so goes his Heisman campaign. But I think that there, you know, there will be a real buzz, a palpable buzz, if you will, after we clear Notre Dame and South Bend. Um, and then, you know, Des is looking at 4-0, um, two road victories against two teams that at least have a brand. Um, so, yeah, that's something worth looking forward to. Uh, and then you got what John Cunningham did to fix the basketball program, uh, which was – uh, lifeless and apparently suffering grievous injury after grievous injury um, going through the prior administration. So you've got uh, a, you know, a coach in West Miller who is, seems like a delightful young chap, uh, a, a gentleman. He's, a, he's a, admitted as a member of team handsome. And, um, and, you know, so I, I, it's, you know, the and baseball team coach Googs is settling in Um and, and I think if things look promising there, I mean, the Big 12 baseball scene is really legit. So the program, I think, is going to grow by leaps and bounds there. Um, I was going to bring up baseball and, if you didn't. So Yeah. And, and, and frankly, the Big 12 is about to rain the sugar tree on us. I mean, they're just about to shake the money all over us. We're going to have Scrooge McDuck money in that athletic department. Um, we're going to be building an inside, you know, an indoor football facility maybe maybe googs gets an indoor hitting facility um i don't know what the basketball team needs but but they get some sort of special accommodations as well um and you know we're, we're going to use that big 12 money and just have a good time i would agree and i think that's why we're seeing even more about uh bearcat air here as of late yes yes so maybe that's what the basketball team needs that money for whatever We'll, you we'll, know, take it. <laughs> well, I mean, you look at what some of the schools are doing with the name image likeness. Um, there, there are ways to get creative. And I think, you know, for John Cunningham, the athletic department, I mean, obviously getting into the big 12, you know, he's pretty opportunistic and reached out to them as soon as he heard about Texas and Oklahoma. So, um, you know, he's a guy who is, 
is trying to take the next step before people realize that he's trying to take the next step, uh, which is fantastic to have in a leader. I can't help but think that he's not going to start create trying to think creatively how to optimize this name image likeness rule to the advantage of, you know, our coaches and our athletic department and our players um, to try to take full advantage of it. Now you and Andy have gotten some great sideline shots already this season. So yep. what should we look forward to more of uh, maybe more of the same with, uh, with you two going forward in the way that you're expanding your, uh, your coverage? Yeah. Well, you know, um, there's, there's a big deal in the works that I can't really, I don't want to scoop um, because it, you know, it'll be a very um, a to do. It'll be a to do. We'll say uh, there will be various, various fun happenings when that happens. So I don't want to scoop that, but yeah, let, let, let's just say that, you know, Andy and I are going to keep on the, uh, on the hustle, uh, keep romanticizing this, this football team uh, and its historic journey. Um, and then I think we're going to be adding some, some neat features as we uh, grow the platform of, of, of what we're doing. Very good. Well, I won't keep you any longer tonight, but thank you again for making your second appearance here again, the undisputed best guest we've ever had. Oh, I like that. I but, like uh, that. We'll have That's to catch fantastic. you as, as the, the, the program continues to do what they've been doing all season. We'll have to see about getting you back on here uh, towards uh, maybe the middle or the end of the season and do it again. Love it. Happy to help, man. Love you guys. Appreciate all you do. Very good. Thank you, B. Fox. All right. Take care, man. Can I just say real quick that I'm a little bit upset that he didn't have intro music that time? Well, that's fair. I that's mean, on me. Uh, I, I got to know what's we, going on. We we do have another guest down here. Uh, <laughs> Chad Brendel's back. <laughs> hey, Look at Chad. him. He's fired up. <laughs> I've been besmirched. <laughs> I never once. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mo did not tell you guys. That's what he didn't tell you. Mo gets paid to go to Tulsa and Greensboro and all those fucking places. <laughs> you know who has to pay me to do that? Me. Me, I have to clear the budget for that. You know how much money I make going to those places? Like negative a thousand dollars. Not enough money to buy Kelsey crawfish. Right. So why would I go to those places? Mo has to go to those places because somebody pays him to go to those places. I have to clear that budget with me. I never said. I knew a damn thing about Tulsa. You know why? Because I've never been to Tulsa. Thank God I've never been to Tulsa. I just said the people there hated me. I know. That's the best part. All I said was, I was like, no, we, we talked about Tulsa earlier with Chad. And then he's like, Chad's never been to Tulsa. I'm like, no. I'm like this, is, this is comedy gold. I'm not stopping this train. So here's the thing. They've spent a couple Thanksgiving weekends in places like Tulsa and Greensboro. And I get why they're upset about it. That's awful, right? That's awful. But somebody was paying him to do that. You know why I didn't go to those places over Thanksgiving weekend? Because the person that had to decide to cut the check was me. And I was like, no. Like, that's a bad investment. <laughs> right. I'm not... 
I'm I'm going to lose money to go to Tulsa or Greensboro on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Mo didn't lose money doing those things. Mo made money. They paid him to do that. <laughs> he didn't have to pay for a plane ticket. He rode on the damn team plane. So, I mean, you were obviously watching. What do you think the, the idea of us after a Tulsa road game having you and Mo on at the same time? So, look, I love Mo. I, this is fun. Like, I, yeah, I, I, love, I love Mo. Um, the funny thing is, Mo and I have a couple times, I've filled in for Tony on Cincy 360, and Mo on Fridays does the first hour of Cincy 360. Yeah. So Mo and I have to like combine to do the first hour and we can't get a break in because we just go like Mo and I on at the same time is ridiculous. The producer that has had to produce those shows where Mo and I have been on at the same time is often like this. This isn't worth it. This job, the money I'm making today isn't worth having to deal with a clock and you too at the same time. Is it Taryn? No, but Taryn usually comes in and does the afternoon. That like the afternoon yeah. show is his show. Now it's it's Austin Elmore who does Tony's show. It's a ball guy. Yeah. Yeah. Big Ohio State fan. He's an asshole. Um I'm <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I'm letting loose right now. I haven't slept in like two weeks. Yeah. So, like, uh, you know, I was in bed trying to relax and most firing shots at me. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the out of bed? Yes. Look at me. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, it was it was the hundredth episode, no holds barred, no apparently holds for barred. for everyone. Well, look, I mean, I figured after Mo came at me, we had to end the episode like this. And I think this worked. Like I, I found a StreamYard thing that works for me, right? Yeah, yeah this, yeah, this yeah. works. This is perfect. Spot on. Yeah. See. And I will say what I said again. Congrats to you guys. You've built something. It's not easy in this podcast world to develop something and get something that people are interested in. You've had great guests. You guys have a fun time. That's what this is supposed to be about. Yeah. And uh, hats off. I'm, I'm super proud of you guys for getting to 100. You're, you'll get to 100 more. I hired one of your guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's yep. true. Yeah, that's true. I tried to hire the other two of you for yeah. some things. And uh, you both were like, hey, I'm busy. Fuck no, I said I'd be there. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, it's probably good because my kidding. brother ended up being sick. That was good. How was dining in Hawaiian? Oh my god, <laughs> that face said it all. So, what'd you have? For, so I had the Kahlua pork tacos. Oh yeah, with the pineapple sauce. With the pineapple and whatever whatever sauce they drizzled on top of yeah. it, barbecue mixed with something else that was. Legit. I mean. Because so I ended up like that was the weekend that we, we were gonna do the thing, yeah. And then so my son's game the night before gets moved up an hour, so it was at like ten thirty. And one of my other buddies calls me and says, "Hey, I've got two extra tickets to the Bearcats game. Do you want to go?" And I was like, I told my wife, I said, "Listen, as soon as his game is over, my parents are taking right. all of the kids, and we're <laughs> gonna go." So we went and like 
we get to the the grid there whatever we're walking around i'm like yeah that's the spot that's the place i gotta go so like, i ran over there and they're like i you know it was, i think it was like 13 dollars, and they give me this boat of meat that is like <laughs> i was, was like did you put half- a whole pig in this <laughs> so to let explain this to people it's a it's a boat like a like you know one of the boats you get you know walking around at a fair or whatever and they legit fill half of it if not over half of it with the pork it was like two pounds it is is not nachos on the bottom and pork on top it is like half a boat of pork and then some nachos on the side that you can dip into the pork and then and then a fantastic pineapple pineapple salsa salsa and and the sauce on top it's like so I started, I'm like, this This weighs a ton for one. So like, I'm trying to hold it and like a beer, you know, and I'm like walking around. And so I ate to my fill and then my wife ate the rest of it and there was still some left. So I'm like, there's like people walking by and I'm like, you got to try this, like try this and then go buy it over there. Like try it right now. And so like, that was fantastic. And then obviously like we went into the game and there's not a bad seat in Nippert. So we were yeah. we were up up in the, the second level there. I could see across and... You know, Aaron had his feet kicked up and was schmoozing over in the press box. I could see from across He's the way. He's so hoity toity now. I know he was. It was a little bit I've ridiculous. Changed him. I'm sorry. Well, I'm no, sorry. I mean, I really, I think you, I think you just peeled back the layers to what Aaron really is. You know, I mean, it is what it is. I'm still did here, he, guys. Did he tell oh. you about uh, the conversation with Myjay's dad? No, no. Aaron, we, well, if you guys listen to the BBP, I talked all about it, but I did, but uh. They don't. They don't. They don't. <clears throat> I did. I listened to that episode last night. No. Oh, not no. last night. Oh, it was last okay. night's episode. I listened. Listen, yeah. I listened to episode forty. He listened to episode forty-two. He's not up to date. <laughs> I think the last so, I, last episode I listened to is last week when you guys did it on a Tuesday. Yeah. We I was talking- it, we, so I know Majay's dad really well. Um, when he first like when he first got here, his dad became really good friends with Mike Warren's dad and uh, Derek Forrest's dad. So I would run into those three guys all the time who are I love all three of them. They're awesome. But my Jay's dad's the only one that's left. So I ran into my Jay's dad at the parent tailgate on the grid. And he is as well versed on everything we do at Bearcat Journal than yeah. anyone. There's nobody more well versed on whatever happens at Bearcat Journal That's than awesome. my J. Sanders' dad. So Aaron had a had a an exchange. Yeah. So he looks at me and he goes, "You need to tell your uh, your other two podcast guys to quit shitting on you." <laughs> <laughs> if if he listened to, and I'm our like, podcast. It's, it's, I'm like, it's our shtick. That's what we do. Like, it's fine. I'm I'm the whipping boy to to there. Like, Brent knows everything, and Chad's Chad. And you know that's whatever, but yeah, for for me, that's it's all just part of the shtick, and it's it's fine, it's fine. I left for like fifteen minutes to talk to other people, and Aaron stayed there talking to Myjay's dad. I'm pretty sure they're best friends. I ran into him again at the game, and we talked some more. So, did you exchange numbers? No, we I, we had we do have a secret handshake now, though. It's it's fine. You you know you exchange numbers with him. You exchange numbers with everybody. Uh, Aaron does have a, a tendency to become best friends with just about everybody he runs into. You chased Demar he's been, out of the bathroom to get his number. Who? He's been telling me that he has all the numbers from the guys on the 09 team since the night that he called me. Like, I want to work for you. 
<laughs> that was his main pitch on the night that he called me drunk, wanting to work for me. I have all the numbers from the 09 guys. And I was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> you, know what he's, you know what he's never done? He's never produced one of those 09 guys for any piece of content that he's he's done a great job at Bearcat Journal. He's been one of the best recruiting guys I've ever had. The podcast is the po- I'll, I'll 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 share this here. The BBP does at worst equal numbers as the BCJ podcast. The BBP is on episode 50. The Bearcat Journal podcast is on episode like 295. Aaron is a big reason that the BBP does equal, usually does more numbers than the BCJ pod. It's in large part because of Aaron and the role he's willing to play. And you guys use him in that role too, because it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't like shitting on Aaron? Well, let's talk about (laughs) this. Did he tell you about the time that uh, Troy Kilpain gave him a fake phone number? That happened. That yeah. sounds right. Yeah, I know Troy pretty well. That sounds about right. Yeah, Aaron called me all excited. I got Troy's number. I got Troy's number. I was like, it's probably fake. He tried calling it. It was it's fake. Was that from the uh, the open gym? No, that, that was, was way show. before. That was. Oh um, yeah, well, that was your mistake. Yeah, I wasn't with I wasn't with Chad Brindle. <laughs> it's after a game once, wasn't it? Yeah, it was after a game. I think it was the I one mean, where he, him and Jacob Evans were courtside. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I've seen you after games. There's nobody on the planet that would give you their real number if you approach them after a game, including me. Yeah, that sounds about right. You tried that a couple times. <laughs> hey, fair. man, I want to work for you. Let me give you your number. What's up sometime? Uh, 867-5309. <laughs> and yet here we are. <laughs> So who does that speak more about? <laughs> it's probably not good for me. If we'll be it's probably not good for me. But I had to call an answer to the Mo thing. I never once said I've been to Tulsa or Greensboro. No, you That's didn't. by design. That's awesome. Well, I, apparently Mo's upset that he doesn't get to go hang out with his BB, BBF or BFF Chad Brendel. You got me messed up with the BBP. Uh, BFF Chad Brendel in these remote places where he's by himself eating Taco Bell with Tony Pike he's at a bar. Out with Tony Pike, Dan Horton, Jim Kelly, and like Chuck Mayshock. He's doing fine. But don't drag me through the mud. <laughs> Nobody paid for me to go there. If somebody was... paid for me to go there, I would be there. They didn't. After all of this, I feel like you're going to have to have your heart checked. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get to sleep, but whatever. This was fun. I, I, I finally enjoyed figuring out between my desktop, my laptop, my phone, my iPad. I finally figured out a, a, a device that worked on StreamYards. Which device is it? My laptop. All right. That's fair. Well, we'll take it. This was this was the best you've ever been on no. the StreamYard. No, that first that first time when he popped in, it was just you and me. That was He had a great... Uh, yeah, okay. I think it was, it was a on long this. time ago. I think it was on this. Well, I don't now we know for the, the laptop future. at home a lot. There, now but we now we know for the future. If you guys need me to be guest one hundred and one, 
so Mo can kiss my ass, I'll be guest one one next week. <laughs> well, there should be a, an Indiana game to talk about, so we might take you up on that. Oh, Aaron. Oh, Chad. Brady's in for Monday. Ooh, heard it here. That's that's news. I'll go tell him. I'll, I'll... Never mind. That's, <laughs> that's, that's news. So... In any case, Chad, thank you again for coming back, and thank you for having a stable uh, and and much better system here. I felt bad that my connection was apparently bad. So, and then Mo just shit on my. So, I had to. I had to this, defend myself. This is why you can't play that shtick on the BBP, and I can't. <laughs> That's fair. All Congratulations, right. boys! I'm thank proud you of you, and I, I I I can't wait to see where this podcast goes. Because I really do think all three of you make a great team, and you've done a great job getting guests, and I love this shit. So, good work. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chad. Thanks, Chad. All right, so that was Chad Brendel, the final guest of the night. It's been almost a a three-hour podcast, but I figured this was going to be a long one as I was putting it all together. And when Mo gets going, I'm not going to cut off Mo. Chad wants to come back on to rebut Mo. Why would we not let that happen? Um, but all in all, lots of guests. Goodness. Um, lots of work that went into it. I mean, with the pre-recordings and the actual just everybody coming in and out. And that went, honestly, way smoother than I anticipated. I was a little nervous about how this was all going to go tonight. Oh, it, yeah, I thought it went really well. I mean, it's fun to talk to, you know, like I said earlier, like, you know, a lot of guys that I hadn't had a, a chance, I wasn't on, on the podcast yet, so it was kind of fun to you know, chop it up a little bit with them and hear kind of where they're heading, what you know, they think of, of where we are heading as a, a podcast, and uh, I think we've got a bright future ahead of us. Well, thank you both for making this 100th episode possible and for being part of this team. Uh, it's been a pleasure getting here with, with you both. Obviously, Ed in a little bit longer capacity than Jeff, but um, I look forward to what we're going to do as well. So, Last thing, the two LFG t-shirt winners, the t-shirt that says LFG Sensi on it is going to go to uh, Red's Relief Pitcher. I'll tweet you. And the Cats by 90 is going to go to Yakmanicht, which is Christina. They're both ones who like the 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 youtube and uh sent us a screenshot and then the liam cassianos t-shirt um we'll announce that on twitter tomorrow we're gonna do another contest for that all right well with that all being said i did again want to mention that we appreciate lfg cincy one last time Again, LFG Cincy is changing the culture of Cincinnati sports. One t-shirt, hat, or hoodie at a time. Follow LFG Cincy on social platforms at LFG Cincy and shop from your phone or tablet at LFGCincy.com. That's LFGCincy.com. All right. Well, what an episode that was. But once again, for the hundredth time, I am Aaron. That was Ed and Jeff. And we out.